When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's all right. Come in. Come in. It's all right. And they are. Hey. It's the same number they played last year. Did you notice that? Well, you know what? You only paid them 10 bucks. What do you expect? It's a gas station burrito. All right. Good job. Keep on moving. <laughs> Go ahead. Get, get. Very loud. We keep them in the hall. But, Love uh, it. Yeah. Ten bucks well spent. I got news for you. They're going down the hall and playing for all the other radio stations because well, they paid them more money than we did. They better chip in something to me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's our band. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Sunfest. Happy weekend. Uh, what else? King's Coronation. We don't really care about that, do we? Yeah. We're yeah. going to watch well, it, No, I, 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 I will be all in tomorrow. I'll be cleaning the house watching that. I, it's inter- I think it's interesting, I guess. The pop in circumstance, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of silly. But I mean, he's gonna. He and Queen Consort Camilla, who'll be queen by the end of the coronation. By the way, she goes in as Queen Consort. She leaves as Queen. I'm telling you, I'd keep an eye for that courtyard. There's something, something afoot. Well, they're taking Harry these- and and uh, <laughs> the Queen Camilla. Camilla. Got something going on here. Let's not forget. It wasn't that long ago they were bumping off kings. They're gonna. They're probably going to uh, trip him as he's walking down the the aisle there at Westminster Abbey. Um, he. They are going to have. What was it? How many? I forget how many. 1,400? This is... It's in, absurd. It's insane. I'm, I'm looking at the... 4,000 members of the armed forces are taking part in this. It's only their 40th time they've done this. The 40th, you know, I mean, in history, you're talking thousands of years back. The coronation chair made in 1,300. Okay. 26 monarchs have sat on that crown, have sat on that chair. Now, in past, the... People who are at Westminster Abbey, whether it be the Duke and the Duchess who are there witnessing it, or it's the, the who's the, the guy that, uh, the priest that does it, I forget what his name is, the, 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 the guy that's in charge of the Church of England, he'll be the one who does the coronation. His group of people usually carry the king to the crown. Just carry him? Yeah, they carry him. They pick, they'll literally pick him up and carry him to the chair. They don't know if they're going to do that tomorrow. Oh, I hope not. I think, I think Charles is going to That's where they drop him. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of people. They're expecting millions of people to watch this. Now, here's the gutcha. They have, like, every king and right. queen, every prime minister, every president of every nation is in attendance. Every leader of the world is, is it's, there. It's kind of scary. Except ours. And, well, we're sending Jill, so yeah. maybe she is running it. One never knows. Uh, the king will be coronated first, and then Camilla, who becomes from queen consort to queen. And you're right. I think maybe she'll bump him off after that. Empire State Building will shine the colors of the Union Jack tonight. Well, that's wow. a different kind of thing, isn't it? Here we were. We fought King George's army with 11 farmers hiding behind trees. And now we have one of our stately, iconic American buildings flying their colors. Isn't we, that amazing? We, we've given up. I'm sorry. Wow, isn't that amazing? I don't like that. I don't even know if we do that for our own people. That's crazy. 
What time does this all start, Jen? 5.30 tomorrow morning. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Don't worry. It goes on for like 10 hours. It's a, put it, The procession, they leave in the silver carriage. They go back in the gold carriage. These things are worth like, you know, hundreds of thousands or yes. millions of dollars, these carriages. Where do they keep them in the meantime? That's a great question. So much I don't know. I guess that's why I'm kind of curious about it. But Isn't it? Isn't Where is it the, the crown jewels are kept? I went and saw them. I don't even remember. They're kept like in this old dungy, like Isn't it London kept in the bridge Tower or something. of London, the crown jewels? Yeah, it's, it's like. Or so it, they say. Yeah. It, they're right. incredible. <laughs> well, apparently the Today Show's uh, starting their coverage tomorrow at 5 a.m. Oh, well, the procession starts at 5:30. They say it takes two hours to go from one from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I love this stuff. Oh, I, I do too. And I'm actually seriously considering waking up to watch this tomorrow. I mean, I know I can record it, but it's such a busy day tomorrow. I have so much happening that I'm not going to be able to watch it during the day. So I might have to watch this live. What's wrong with me? There's all kinds of high. I don't know what's I'm, wrong with you. I'm you also like soccer, so that's you. a problem, too. <laughs> I, I love soccer. I love it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. Regardless, it's going to invade your TV and your news feed, so it's going to be it's gonna be in your life whether you want to or not, so that's what's happening. There's 2,000 people at Westminster Abbey. All right. Back here in the Back here in the States, but also, also English. Big, giant celebration for Ed Sheeran, pop star, yesterday, and this will have implications, at least in the music industry. I think it's going to be less likely to sue people for some goofy copyright infringement law. Well, you know what? We played that mashup yesterday. It, they don't even sound anything alike. No. I, I was like, number one, I, I want to chastise the justice system. How did that lawsuit get so far? Right. Because didn't anybody with any common sense before this say, these two songs have nothing in common? Except maybe the four chords that are used in every other song in the world. He did a, a victory dance. I mean, Ray couldn't wait to talk to reporters right after it. The other side's musicologist left out words and notes, presented simple and different pitches as melody. We spent the last eight years talking about two songs with dramatically different lyrics, melodies, and four chords, which are also different and used by songwriters every day all over the world. And then created wow. what I think we proved for all to see were misleading comparisons and disinformation to find supposed similarities where none exist. He took this personally. Oh, I, can you blame him? And then you said what? You found out last night. What did he miss? His grandmother's funeral over this. That's horrible. That poor kid. He's a kid. You know, he's a young guy. He's not that old. And, you know, he said he took total offense with that musicologist. He did. I don't know who the musicologist guy is. I don't know where they found him. I don't know what his, his credits were, his credentials were. But... Ed Sheeran said the guy was a phony, he was bogus, <laughs> and he had no right being an expert. Uh, he he went right after him in, on the when he was on the stand. Well, it was brilliant defense. Have just have Ed Sheeran, Sheeran show the jury how he writes songs, and they and he did. I and wish there were did. cameras in the courtroom though; that would have been wow. great. All right, here's another thing you can spend money on this weekend. What? It's out already. Apparently, the audience score is huge too. People love it. The last. And final, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians <gasps> 3. Here's a little preview. Looks good. We were always searching for a family until we found each other. Are you ready for one last ride? <laughs> we'll all fly away together into the forever and beautiful sky. That's kind of sad. Oh. This might be kind of sad. Is it gonna be? It's like this—the end. I don't know. It may be. Who the heck knows? These things never end. Wow. Uh, Groot, the to the kind of talking tree thing. Yeah. He's full on Groot. By the way, I saw that in the preview. He's like giant. Is he really? He's bigger than the rest of them. Wow. He was a baby Groot the last time we saw. 
Yeah, the last one. I mean, it was it was nice. I I, I like the first one far better than I like the second one. You know, it was kind of far pitched, and I like Kurt Russell, but it was like, come on, yeah. What are you looking for, reality? Well, I mean, come on. It's a bunch of aliens. They <laughs> <laughs> found each other. They're the, the outcasts of, of Marvel. Yeah, my, my favorite one is Batista. He's just so stupid. He's fantastic. <laughs> he plays that part so well. Of all the wrestlers, I think, uh, and I wonder what Diener thinks about this, of all the wrestlers that have entered into the acting field, tell, I think he's the best. Yeah. That guy's hilarious. Oh, he is. He's really good. He really is. He is just Dave Batista's so funny. fantastic. I, I I have never seen him in anything else, so I don't know what else he does, but oh. it was it was great. A lot of people say that actually because he has good range as an actor. Oh, he's excellent. I mean, the three, you know, it's Batista, John Cena, and The Rock. Obviously, The Rock is the biggest star, but Batista might be the best actor out of all of them. Love I him. agree. He's great. I love the man. Love him. <laughs> he's just so funny. All right, we have some more headlines coming up next. Some more Cinco de Mayo stuff. Some info on Sunfest you might need. All of it next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Steve. Sounds reasonable. All right, some afternoon showers. We can deal with that. But I, I think the Sunfest folks are going to break records. Huge. It's already the biggest music festival in the Southeast. Yeah, I think it's going to be big. Starting off on Cinco de Mayo. Everybody's pre-gaming already. We were at, you and I, and uh, Dean or two. Uh, along with some other staff people, were at Rosemary Square, formerly City Place, yesterday. There was talk already at some of the bars and restaurants just getting ready for this thing. And that's why it's such an important event. It's all the ancillary money that happens. Uh, Hotels, bars, restaurants. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, And even the bartender we had yesterday, even though we were drinking at 11.15, we get up early. Uh, he, he left because he said, I got to go do all this prep because we're gearing up for tonight and tomorrow. And this was at 11 o'clock in the morning. This guy is going to go do prep for whatever drinks and food they had to get ready. He goes, so I got to get the bar ready, and so Michael's going to take over. So Miles left, and Michael took over, and he was a darn good bartender. Say that again. Those, I, I, you know what? I'm not, I'm not giving this place a plug, but that was – just go find the Mexican place at uh, Rosemary Square. Their margaritas are like to die for. Fantastic. They were, they're very good. All right. Speaking of Cinco de Mayo, where's yes, our, where's our, where are our guys? Where they been? I spent a whole ten bucks American style on this <laughs> mariachi. Ba- oh, there they are. Okay, they want to do acapella again. There they oh, they're good. Oh, they're good. All right. They got some new members. Wow. This family member. Look at the kid in the back. The outfits. Wow. I like the hats. This is touching. They're doing so good. Yes. Comes the finale. Outstanding. Very nice. Wow. Thank you, boys. Jeez. No, you're not done. <laughs> Come back in five minutes. Thank you very much. They're uh, going to want a lot more money next year, you know. They got to crack the whip a little, you know. They try to sneak out and play for Come other on. stations. It took you. It took you two weeks to negotiate them for ten bucks. They got an agent. You know, not my fault. Figure it out. <laughs> and you wait till the you know the beginning of May to start talking to these guys. Talk to them now for next year. You don't want to seem too anxious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they won't talk to me because I ticked them off last year when I told them they were they were driving me nuts. You sure did. Well, we we love fault. our gas station burrito. They do a great job every year. We, we love do. them. <laughs> love them very much. When do we need them next? Because they just changed the name of the band and they come back. Yeah, it's probably a 4th of July uh, is is? barbershop quartet I next. I forgot I don't what know. it was that they were, but we, we were surprised when it was the same band. We were talking about this uh, Anheuser-Busch story yeah. in the headlines. It's amazing, but they really have made things worse since the whole Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Love ya! They're, they're, not, they're, they're walking it back that they even made this a marketing campaign. 
The same it was a one. These are the excuses they've used so far. Oh it's an outside God. agency. Yeah, it was no. on one can that was limited distribution. Yep, it was uh, you know not intended to be a full marketing campaign. Yep. They're, they've screwed this up completely. Well, you know, I think everybody was waiting to hear from the CEO because now investors and people who sit on the board of Anheuser-Busch are going, or InBev, are going, we are hemorrhaging. This is our investment we're watching going down the drain. You're about to take the number one selling beer in the world. It's going to lose its placement because of your screw up. And this guy comes out yesterday and says... Oh, you know what? This wasn't a campaign. This was just a one-shot deal. There's not like all these cans with Dylan Mulvaney's face on it. It was a couple of cans. It was one social media post. It wasn't a campaign. And I'm like, okay, let's go back to the chick who planned this campaign. Yes, exactly. And the whole interview she gave to the Today Show and Good Morning America and how we're going to be inclusive and this is this and this is that. That was just, she was lying. I'm like, wow, you just, they should have, the thing is, this guy should have talked instantly and he should have said, you know what? You're right. We made a mistake. We lost focus. Right. We're sorry. What can we do to fix it? Do a a 30 second TV commercial and have the CEO sit there and say, we messed up and we're sorry, but now we know a better idea of who you are and we're going to fix it. Right. No, they're making excuses and Uh. it's, and it's, and it's corporate talk and it's, you know, backtracking. And then, no, we didn't mean that. We did, they, they, you can't fool people no. that way. They may have now, now I think they're really done forever. I, 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 you know what? I agree with you because if I were a beer drinking Bud Light person, I would be like, you've ticked me. I almost said the bad word. You've ticked me off so badly. I'll never come back to you now. Yeah, really? I know. And I think Diener's made an executive decision. I think I know where he's leaning on this, but for the morning show blog, 850wftl.com and on the app, I think he's putting up that video that is all of a sudden in 24 hours gone viral. This guy was at a Sox game in in Fenway just the other night. He's in the bleachers. I know where he is under the uh the center field bleachers. And he's panning around and it's it's concessions, you know, it's right. big, and it's big down there. And he does pan to the Bud Light concession stand where it's just Bud Light signage and everything. It's empty. There's nobody there. Now, I don't and know then, if that's skewed or ah. he just waited till there was nobody working there. I don't know, but but Maybe it's real. When have you ever been to a concession stand in any concert arena or sporting event that didn't have a line in front of it? Yeah, that's true. I know. I don't care what time of, you know, you could go, you know, at, at the ninth inning, unless, of course, it's like tied up and it's a, you know, a 3-2 count. Right. But then maybe no one's in the concession stand. But you go anytime. You know, I've been to football games. I've been to baseball games. I've been to concerts. You go to those concession stands, there's always a line, no matter what time you're going during the event. So there was nobody in front of that Bud Light stand, none. And he said it was like that at every single one. He does say that. He doesn't show that, but he does say that in the video. He goes, yeah, it's like this all around the back. Yeah, he's such a Boston. <laughs> it's like, so yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> it's like, wow. So I don't know. Who knows? It's kind of scary, they, huh? They keep, they keep making mistakes. And this, did you see this? Getting back to Americana, the quote-unquote country ad they came out with? No, I haven't it's seen it. It's the stupidest, phoniest looking thing I've ever seen. I'm going to go watch it now, see? You're going to make me watch it. But... I I think this CEO is is this guy this Michael Dukaris is this guy so out of touch with his audience and who his consumer is for Bud Light that he had the nerve to say that yesterday, or is he one of these guys that his ego's so big that he's not listening to anybody else going, sir, you need to apologize, you need to take responsibility, you need to say we screwed up, we're sorry, what can we do to fix it? Yeah, I don't know, I, and maybe just a bunch of yes men. I don't know, they're just corporate head, they're they're eggheads. It's, 
Well, that egghead, it just cost. I think their stock's going to drop even more today. Oof. What are they at, 27%? It's sinking, it's man. Man, I tell Jeez. you. All right, we got rapid fire. Oh, first time for Friday. Coming up next, we'll go around the room with some headlines, stuff you need to know. Uh, the South Florida Morning Show, keep it here for that. Times Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Yeah, it's that time, and there's a lot going on, and it's a big weekend. Jen's got the first story. Well, let's talk about the Kentucky Derby for All one right. quick hot second here. It's the 149th running of the Run for the Roses, which is what it is called. Uh, it is being overshadowed once again by the death of four horses in recent days. Two of them trained by this Safi Joseph Jr. He has now been suspended indefinitely, similar to a Baffert situation from last year. Uh, Churchill's Downs says the series of events that led to the deaths of these horses, highly unusual and completely unacceptable. Oh, no. Now they got investigations going on. I'm like, come on. You know what? Jeez, you can't have that. No, this is terrible. If you do want to kill a sport, that's how. Well, they're going to kill it. Okay, so tomorrow is, as I said, the 149th running. Gates open at like 9 o'clock in the morning. The race doesn't start till 6.57 p.m. These people are so trashed on mint juleps by the time this race starts, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's a drinking event, right? Uh, It's only three-year-old horses. We'll end up picking one later this morning. That's right. Okay, Forte is the favorite. But... Like they have at the Indy 500, gentlemen or drivers, start your engines. They have somebody famous come in and say, riders up. And all the riders get on the horses. Do you, oh, you know who it is? I, I forgot told you. if oh, I did. Okay. Who do you think it is this year? Oh, wow. That's okay. On the spot. Who's going to see riders up? Uh, Gronk. <laughs> well, at least you got the right sport. No, Gronk would say, "Riders, start your horses." <laughs> you got you got the right sport, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, really? His brother is hopefully still in jail and won't be there with him. Please tell me, yeah, oh, he's not going to be. In the, can you imagine him on a bunch of you know jacked up on mint juleps? Yeah, but you know the kooky wife is going to be there. Oh boy, all dressed up in the fascinator with some embarrassing video that we'll have audio for on Monday. I'm sure. Oh, oh I'm sure. Well, so that's, that's a good. Then. That's the good thing. So, <laughs> and just one other little side yes. note about the Kentucky Derby. Today is the 50th anniversary that Secretariat won. Still oh, wow. holds the record. 50 years later. Wow. A minute, 59.4 seconds. No one's come close. 134,000 the... people were there to watch it. It was like, gosh, he just destroyed the, the competition, too. I mean, was, was that... had six legs. Yeah, really? Wasn't that the famous call, uh, well-oiled machine? Was that, was that Could the Could very well Derby? be. I don't know. He beat everybody by so much in all of these races, but no one's beaten his record in 50 years. 50 years. I hope it does well because people Amazing. talk about that event less and less. It's a great American tradition. It, it is. is. Well, hopefully it all goes well and yeah. we don't have any Patrick Mahomes drama. <laughs> or maybe we will. It'll be better. Maybe. All right. I'm just going to call it now. This is the most incredible story I've ever heard of in my life. Oh, okay. Surgeons have performed groundbreaking brain oh, wow. surgery on a baby still in the womb. Come on. Completely totally successful. They've done this with heart sur- heart surgery. Wow. And because they're still in the amniotic fluid, this, they come out completely scarless. Come on. It's unbelievable. This is the first time they've ever done it in brain surgery on a baby. Okay, so how did they... Okay, I have so Amazing. many questions. How did they know there was something wrong? Well, did during, they do like uh, a, a test? Routine, regular, 30-week ultrasound. You remember those, right? Yeah. Remember going with Lauren. Doctors noticed that a Louisiana couple... Uh, the baby had a rare blood vessel abnormally in her brain. It was just in the wrong spot. Hmm. It, it was going to lead to the baby wasn't going to make it, is what they're saying. Wow. At 34 weeks, just four weeks after that, can you imagine what it was like waiting? 
at Boston Children's and Brigham and Women's Hospitals. Oh. Repaired the abnormality. And seven weeks since the operation, this is when they're coming out with the story right now. The mother and baby are doing fantastic, and there's no sign there was even a problem. It's unbelievable. That is incredible. It's amazing what they can do. Holy cow. That is, I mean, really wow. modern, you know, medicine uh, miracles. Jeez. It really is. You're talking about no room for error. Right. What I don't see is how long the surgery was. I don't know that. I don't know what that was. And and was, no offense, was she awake? I don't know. I don't know. The could, mother? Could have been. Could have been. Could I be. mean, yeah. you know, I don't know. But they know. can't have her moving, so. Right. I had my second child. I was really old. Well, what they said was really old at the time. So they do, they take amniotic fluid and they test it, right? Yeah, yeah. They put a very large needle right into your belly. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember that. You don't feel it at all. I mean, there's no, and you know me, I hate pain. None whatsoever. So I'm just wondering if they do this surgery and they just do like a localized anesthetic for the mother. I guess they could, right? Or maybe a spinal tap or something like that, like an epidural. Through all of that. Wow. They always say brain surgery is the most difficult operation anyway, right? Right, Through yeah. all of that, and a tiny little baby Can you imagine? inside the mom still, that's and a, everything absolutely cool and ready to go. You're what right. A story. That's, the most that's the most incredible that's, story I think we've ever done. That's God's work. Yeah, it really is. Wow. No, for sure. Holy cow. Well, after the feel-good story, how about I take us right back down? Oh, jeez, Tina, come <laughs> on. <laughs> you Let's know, go. we always say rapid fire is an emotional roller coaster. Sure is. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Mercy, I guess. <laughs> what happens? So, this was not a good situation yesterday in Serbia. Um, they, they had a very rare, horrifying school oh shooting. Yeah. I think it was like a 12 year old, 12 or 14 year old. 14 year old. Who hey, killed, unfortunately, a few people. Um, All his classmates. Yeah, it's, it's not, it wasn't good. Obviously, horrible tragedy. But what's coming from it now is that the Serbian president, who I think his name was Vuvic, I don't have any from you, but I think it's what I read. Uh, yeah, right. He said it, now they will have almost a complete disarming of Serbian citizens of any weapons. Like, like just taking grabbing all, all of the weapons. Yes, yeah. just take wow. all the guns, that's, everything gone. That's the wrong response. I mean, that's what that's what a lot of people want to hear in the country, but oh. that's never going to happen here because of the Second Amendment. If they could, they would. Oh, absolutely. That, that's what uh, that's wow. the wrong response. Get to it the is. root cause of what would cause this incredibly rare, violent event there instead right. of that. That's completely wrong. There is one light story I'm sure you saw. Who's that player for the Mavericks? Yes, Luka Doncic. He's this paying for all the funerals. He's he's from there, is I guess. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so God. that was a... Uh, That's horrible. You know, at least ending on a good note there yeah. for what he's going to do. But. And they had another shooting, I guess, yesterday. Some guy just went nuts and started shooting people. Unreal. So that's probably why it's prompted it by two separate shootings. Hmm. So that's what they're talking about in Serbia. It's the wrong response. No, it is. Well, I guess I better plan that, uh, cancel that vacation I had planned for November. Yeah, really. I think it says spring break like Serbia. Serbia. <laughs> Nothing says spring break like a great concert. I got to give Live Nation credit because it was huge. And if you want to go see people like Keith Urban, Snoop Dogg, Alice Cooper, Rod Stewart, Maroon 5, Shania Twain, Miranda Lambert, can't afford the tickets, get ready to buy them. 25 bucks all in tickets, 3,800 shows, 300 artists across the country. Wednesday, May 10th through Tuesday the 16th. Good. It's good that they're so, doing it. Do you think if they the didn't have the debacle right? with the Taylor Swift tickets, would they be doing this? No, they do it every year. I, they, yeah. I think they did it. This is like the third year running. It might be even longer. So why did they do it, though? All those tickets are going to be $25 a piece for yeah, all those concerts? for all those concerts. Wow. 300 different artists, 3,800 shows. I can check that out. Yeah, Pretty check, awesome. But I mean, yeah. if you want to go see even Def Leppard and Motley Crue. I Very mean, cool. you're probably not, obviously, 10 feet from the stage. Sure. But it, okay. it sure beats paying 500 bucks for a ticket. 
I See, like you're it. responsive to the audience and what's going on in the economy. People are hurting. Good. Yeah, you know, you're right. Congratulate him. I think it's a, I think it's a brilliant right. idea. So idea. thank you. I mean, look at what's happening for t- tonight, right? Morgan Wallen, big country star. Oh, my God. Form. I had tickets. What happened? I had to get rid of them because my kids were at a wedding. Oh. <laughs> How much profit did you make? I didn't make any. I just got to. I, I Sucker. Just, I, sh- I, I could have probably <laughs> sold them you. for the tickets I had. I probably could have sold them for a couple of grand each. That's what it is, right? People are paying like $5,000 a ticket for that concert tonight in the secondary market. It's insane. It's wow. nuts. Yeah. I know. I had really good seats, too. Wow. I, sh- I should have held on. I I morally couldn't do that. All right. Well, they're getting it because people are paying it. Yep. You know? There's another way to make some money. Did you get your taxes done with TurboTax? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What now? This is big. Keep an eye on it. Millions oh, no. of taxpayers are going to share in a $141 million TurboTax settlement. Oh, ho. wow. This is coming from, I don't want to give her credit, but New York Attorney General Letitia James Ugh. said on Thursday, TurboTax owner Intuit charged people for services that should have been free. Uh-oh. Settlement covers 4.4 million military members and low-income taxpayers Whoa. for 2016 through 2018 tax years. If you're eligible, you don't really have to contact them. They will email you from the settlement and administrator, and then you get a check automatically without having to file a claim. That's even better. Just shows up. Hello. Be nice. That'd be really sweet. That's a nice little bonus in your pocket. Maybe get some money back, and you're like, well, I'm going to Morgan Wallen after all. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy those tickets from Jen. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't have them anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that is a big deal. Wow. Well, Jen, you started off talking about the Kentucky Derby. I'm going to finish off talking about the Kentucky Derby. Oh, okay. I had the list of horses. Oh, oh, yes. You're going to so, let us pick one. That's right. So now here's the names. I'm sure we'll, we'll you know, we'll pick them later on who we're, we're going to take. Don't now give the odds yet. Just names, right? Now there's 21. Do you want me to read all 21? If you go through fast, sure. All right, I'll go through fast. Ready? Hit show. No, yeah, no odds. Just names, okay? Okay. Hit cut. show. Verifying. Two fills. Confidence game. Tap it trice, King's Barnes, Reincarnate, Mage, Skinner, pra- no, sorry, Disarm, Jace's Road, Sun Thunder. <laughs> I like that one. Angel of Empire, Forte. Jen, mm-hmm. there's your favorite. Uh, where, uh, Raise Cane. I wonder if that has anything to do with no, it, does it doesn't. the restaurant. No. Ah, okay, I was thinking about it. Uh, let me see. That one is Derma Sotagaki. It's Bless a Japanese you. horse. Rocket Can. Is that Rocket Mortgage? Dan Gilbert? Is, is he the owner of that horse? Maybe. Wow. Continour. Uh, Cyclone Mischief. Mandarin Hero. Another Japanese horse. <laughs> and last but not least, King Russell. I got mine. Oh, you got it? Did you say tap it thrice? Tap it thrice, yeah. Yeah. That one. Bill? Really? That's who I'm going with. That horse is five to one odds. So it's that. the second favorite. <laughs> Oh, Look I had that. no idea. Yeah, second favorite. You're right. in. That's who I'm picking. Forte nice. was number one. By the way, I do not believe they are Japanese horses. Just no? so you know. No. What, what is that thing? Mandalorian? They, what was it called? Their investors may be Japanese, okay. but I don't think the horse themselves. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I liked Angel of Empire. That's a good one. I like Sun Thunder. Sun Thunder. It's a 26 to 1 horse, but I like the name. That's the other one I wrote down, too. Yeah. I get you. I like it. All right, we'll see how we do Okay, with absolutely zero money on the line <laughs> and no knowledge. More on that, more on the coronation, more on Sunfest. Details you need to know uh, coming up next, including Cinco de Mayo deals. Oh. We'll see if we can round up our gas station burrito uh, mariachi band again that we paid for. 
They I disappear a lot, don't they? They were in the, the kitchen a little while ago. Oh, they're looking for food. They're paying playing for free for people that we paid for. So. These guys are bad. Well, what do you want? Ten bucks. Well, Alright, you more. find somebody new? What up next? The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DWFTL. Yes! Thank you, Steve. <laughs> I don't wake you up. I like his energy. I like it. I like him. Perfect guy to kick off a big weekend. Cinco de Mayo, Sunfest happening. Uh, by the way, Sunfest... Obviously, streets have been closed like all week to get downtown West Palm Beach to get ready for that. It's going to be enormous. Sounds like it got pretty reasonable weather. Maybe some afternoon showers, but whatever. They're expecting how many thousands? 90. I think it breaks it. I think it's going to be more than that. You're probably right. But the area has gotten smaller since they got rid of the art show. True. So there's 90,000 people in a smaller area, but there's more barges probably. So look at it that way. Uh, Bring your patience. Gonna be a little Oof. pricey, that's that's for sure. But I thought this was cool with Sunfest this weekend. West Palm Beach Police Department has a new security tool, rolling out a new program. It gives them an extra set of eyes and ears through an app. It's safer watch if you're going. Because unfortunately, as great as an event that is, they have had a lot of. Remember last year was the cell phone thefts, yes, right? I mean, and when you have that many people, that much booze, you know, it gets a little out of hand How, sometimes. And it, put it this way too: if I'm if I'm a pickpocket. Hello. That's your spot. Uh, you know, it's like going to right. a concert. Exactly. You know, I'm going to go there. So, wa- so just watch your stuff. I congratulate them for this. Safer Watch, it's called. It's a free app. Uh, you can report suspicious activity to law enforcement, and you can release emergency alerts as well. It's a pretty good thing. It's free. It's available. You can download. I'm sure it's in your app store. So if you want to get that, and it can geolocate, you know, exactly what's happening if there's an incident. Well, that's nice to know. Hopefully, yeah. you know, just keep an eye on your pockets. Don't put anything in your back pocket. If it's in your front pocket... Make sure you got a button on it. Mm-hmm. If you get any purse or anything, carry. I don't think they let you take stuff in. I know they go oh, through all your purses. Now. Sure, they. Oh yeah, security's you know? big. Sure. So it's it's you know take as little as possible in. I can tell you that. Yeah. You know if you've never been hit, have you ever been hit by a pickpocket? Uh, not yet. Knock on wood. You, you'll never know. You'll never know no. you get hit if they're good. Oh, they're genius at what yeah. they do. They. I don't know how they do it, but they rolled my dad. I can never. I've told you they rolled my dad. They took money out of his front pocket. Front, front pocket. Never, never knew it hit him. Wow, took everything, and then they hit the other. Po- they had both pockets, and he never knew he got rolled. Gotta like, be careful, okay. kids. Gotta be careful. By the way, the West Palm Police say this safer watch app is not meant to replace nine one one. You know, if you need to get it, it's just going to augment it for like security information. So if you are in a real emergency, you know, call nine one one. And I can tell you this: nothing helps like screaming very loudly. I Yell. would go with that, yeah. Yell. Absolutely. Yell loudly. All right, then, of course, it is Cinco de Mayo. We celebrate uh, a lot of different things. Obviously, Mexican heritage, but they also... Oh, look who showed up. Hey, thanks for thanks, showing up guys. again. There they are. They're really good, though. They are good. This is why we bring them back every year. Gas Station Burrito is but the name of the band. They only play for like a couple of seconds, and then they leave. Jen, 10 bucks. Okay. Could, could you give them a little bit more? 
You could afford it. Give him 20, man. negotiated for three weeks. They're already walking down the hall. They're gone. See, I think they're playing for other stations. I know they're playing for other stations. All right, whatever. Thank you, boys. Jeez. (laughs) Don't stay away long. I'm negotiating for next year. We got you till 10, by the way. Okay. I'm going to tune into the other morning shows just to see if they're showing up on you there. You know they are. They, bet, they owe us lunch if they do. I, I, I'm yeah. telling you. I'm telling you. Go listen to RMF. I bet you any money they're over there. <laughs> anyway, the observance of Cinco de Mayo has evolved from one of a military victory over the French forces of Napoleon III to a, well, let's face it, drink and restaurant menu celebrations. <laughs> it really is. It's like, okay. And that's okay. Hey, you know what? I think everything is, is I, it, it, it's, it's like anything else, any other holiday. Look at the 4th of July. Right. You know, it's our independence. It was over a war. Like, come on. It's like, okay. And we turned we it won. into firecrackers and, and beer. beer, you know, and so barbecues. And, and hot dogs and hamburgers. Right. So, exactly. At least we celebrate. Yes. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, it's just so funny that we celebrate a Mexican holiday. And it is, by the way, I guess it gets confused all the time, and the Mexican folks don't like this. Mexico's Independence Day right. is on September 16th. That's not what this is. This yeah. is a, a military victory day. Yeah, this is something totally different. You're right, and they get all bent out of shape that we celebrate it. But you know what? Look what it's turned into, and it's it's fun, and everybody has a good time. So, you know, go out and have it. drink responsibly, though, please. And that's not to say that we're not going to observe this. Cinco de Mayo and Sunfest kicking off at the same time. Oh, jeez. Brilliant. Wow. It's going to be a heck of a night for Uber and Lyft. Yeah, as it should I, be. I, I, Absolutely. It's, it's and does by the way does uh, the Budweiser thing? This you know they they come and pick up your car. What the hell's the name of that? Toe to go. Thank you so very much. Is that in effect? I, I wonder if Bud I'm, Light killed that off. No, I'm almost positive <laughs> it is. But your driver is now. Love ya. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we've got an update on that. Amazingly, stunningly, oh. Anheuser Busch has stepped in it again. They, can it's they get inc- any dumber? Incredible. No, I don't think they can. I think uh, it's over. Can they just listen to people? My it's God. wild. We've got that coming up. And a uh, big victory at court for Ed Sheeran. Yay. Big musical victory. We'll talk about that, too. It's next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. into a wild weekend. That's, that's part of it. I don't think enough attention is being paid to the Kentucky Derby. What happened? What uh, happened to that event? I don't know. You know what? I think uh, the whole uh, Bob Baffert thing last year and, and the year before with him, you know, drugging horses and that whole trial thing and them banning him. And now they get this new guy that had four horses die, two of them this week. You know what He's I think? He's been banned. It ticked people off too. What was that year? Was it, was it 2020? Remember they had to go to the video review and they... Went to that little oh, that's closet right. where that dude had three TVs, and it was like you could see his spilled <laughs> coffee stains. And yeah. it took like two hours to determine the race. People were out. Yeah, it was. It's crazy. You know, it's it's very much an elite sport. Uh, the people that go, uh, the, the women with the hats, it's a big deal. It's like the social event of the year. So, but what's interesting is. And I think you're right, is tomorrow when 6.57 is post time. Yep. But sometime just before that, you will see your Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes say, in your best Kermit impression, riders, get on your horses. Start your horses. Okay, so he's going to be there to tell them the riders, you know, riders, get on your horses. Uh, riders up is what he says, and you know his wife's going to be there. Which so means I would Monday, we're going to get all kinds of goofy videos from her. So I want to see her 
dump champagne on all these women with these $10,000 hats. <laughs> right. Because they will take her out Kentucky style in about 10 seconds. It'll be the end of uh, <laughs> Mrs. Mahomes. She might, you might not ever see her again. Uh, where'd she go? Uh, he does have a weird voice. He does have a weird it's voice. It's an odd choice for this. <laughs> Is it because they won the Super Bowl? I, yeah. I, I would assume, right? That's and he's kind of like the face there. of the NFL now, and kind of. I think. No, no, he is like the best quarterback they got. Right? Yeah. Now that Brady's gone, yeah. so it's like okay, it's Mahomey. It's uh, well, he'll he will be there, so it should be interesting because you know his wife's going to be there. You're right with yeah, a, a goofy hat on and everything else. Yep. So, all right, news wise, boy, is this taking a turn of events. First of all, another massive protest in New York last night. This is the continuing story of the Marine, still unnamed. That's a good thing. Who choked out the uh, aggressive person in the subway? And, oh, and no, it has no. been ruled a homicide, no charges as of yet, but they want him gone. Aggressive person, Bill. It was a homeless, mentally unstable African-American yeah. man. Well. How could you say that? Listen to this development, though. Besi- wow. Besides the protests. Uh, the Marine has lawyered up. And guess who he picked? Or, or, did the, or did the lawyer pick him? Benjamin Crump? No. Okay. The man that ran against the current Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg. <laughs> oh, His name is great? Thomas Kenneff. Uh, according to the New York Post, he's the Republican who lost in the DA election to Bragg in 2021. Wow. Now um, She's looking for retribution here for himself, too, I'm sure. No, absolutely. I'm sure Thomas Kenneff contacted the Marine and said, let me represent you, please. Let me do this. It would be nice. I, but you know what? Again, a story gets twisted. And, and I was oh, yeah, being facetious when I said, how are you picking on a homeless, mentally unstable African-American man? Who they said, you know, it was funny because instantly his family came out and says, he hasn't been right since his mother was murdered. Okay, what'd you do to help him? So, but I thought, you know, when somebody says that, you know, they haven't been right, you think, oh, it was relatively early, soon, recent years, 2007. His mother, granted, it's a horrific thing to, you know, endure your mom being murdered. But his family knew that he snapped then. What have they done for this poor man? Nothing. They did nothing for him. A string of arrests. At 40. He'd been arrested. Over 40. 40. There was one of these warrants was was still current. Yeah. When the incident happened, when he was choked out and later sadly died. Well. And it's not good, but this, but I don't know. Surprisingly. New York Mayor Eric Adams, he seems to be taking a level-headed approach on this thing. The, the governor, not so much. I have a responsibility for this entire city, and I have faith in the criminal justice system, and I'm going to let the process take its place. Kathy Hochul, playing right to the ground. There have to be consequences, and so we'll see how this unfolds, but uh, his family deserves justice. Okay, his family. Okay, where was his family in 2007 when he had a mental breakdown? Why is the discussion already skipped over making the subways or making, but and this applies to all of America, making the streets safer instead uh, of instant justice. I know. Fix the problem. Fix the problem. And let's not forget that there are a bunch of people on this subway that were feared for their lives because this guy was having a mental breakdown. He was acting aggressively. Was, and yeah. his, some of those arrests before, by the way, were violent, violent attacks on yeah. people. Assault. So it shouldn't like, have happened, right? But no. still, it, 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 there's cause and effect here, and they're leaving out a massive part of the story. Yeah, and it, so that makes it look like the Marine's a jerk, you know. I and why he held him for 15 minutes, who knows? Maybe he was fighting the entire time. Who knows? Maybe he was threatening the Marine. We weren't there. Mm. There was a guy though that helped him, so it should be interesting to hear his story. Yeah, no doubt about it. Sad all the way around, though. That's for sure. It is sad. And this is just—we go from sad to just pathetic. I didn't think it was possible. How did Anheuser Busch step in it again? 
after the worst marketing campaign of all time. How is this guy CEO of a company? This is what I want to know. Common sense would tell you, okay, you are hemorrhaging. So the CEO of InBev in Anheuser-Busch has to approach its, its investors yesterday and its board of directors and explain to them what has gone on and how they're going to fix it. His comment to the public? <laughs> uh, this guy, how, how, how? We need to set the record straight. It was not a whole campaign. It was one can, and uh, it, was it was from an outside marketing st- uh, company. And it was a one 30-second uh, social post. I was like, oh, my God. I so f- now you've made it 10 times worse. I feel like I know the Bud Light crowd pretty well. It's a lot of my family just because it's working class people. I get, you know, you know what they hate? Corporate weasel talk. And that's what this is. And they hate more than anything on earth lawyer talk, legalese. Well, they, this, they hate it. This guy could have solved his problem. He could have called me and I would have said, this is what you have to do, Mr. CEO. Sit down in front of America. Yes. Put a camera in front of you and say, you know what? I'm the CEO of Anheuser-Busch. I am terribly sorry. We, we bl- made a horrific mistake. We blanked up and we forgot about you. Yeah. But now we know who you are and we're going to listen and it's going to change from here on out. How, how tough would that be? And all Own it would up take, to it. You just have to take it. It doesn't even have to be a minute. It could be a 15-second spot you could get that done with. Have some cojones and, and actually step up and be responsible. But they, they did this. Now I think they're completely done. I think so because now I think they, they, they've even ticked off me and I don't drink beer. <laughs> so it's like, right. it's like, how stupid can you be? Jen's protest is to, to continue <laughs> to not buy Bud Light. It's like, come on. You know, just own up to it. You made a mistake, admit to it. You know, it's, it's funny. It's like when you're arguing. We had this conversation just a little while ago. When you're arguing with somebody and they say, you did this and it was your fault. And you go, yeah, you're right. It was my fault. Yeah, but, And then they stop and they look at you and they go, you screw them all up because you took out all the wind out of their sail. But they have no force against you anymore. Yeah, it's You've how, admitted. It, it's how to, how to diffuse an argument in one step. Take the energy away. Yeah, yeah you're right. I agree seconds. with you. So what do we do from here? Right. All he had to do was say, I'm sorry, we screwed up. They're not we, doing that. We didn't listen to our everyday consumer, our loyal consumer, and I am so sorry. What can we do to fix it? So you, and he should start a campaign of what you should do to fix it. Nope. Here's what they're going to do. Here's oh, the no. update this morning. They're oh, going to no. triple Bud Light's marketing spending this summer. It's not going to do them any good. Giving drivers $500 bonus. What do you think? Did you wow. see the so-called country-themed ad? No, I, I, you know what? I went to. I meant to go look for it. And I it's forgot. the cheesiest, phoniest-looking thing I've ever seen in my life, and that's what they think. So they got to triple down on that kind of spending. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> what are they going to do? Are you going to lie some more? I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's so, so you get how many you know uh, commercials of lies? We'll see. I don't get it. All right, we got some more headlines coming up next. What's up for Sunfest? Uh, big new blockbuster movie. I think it's the only thing that's going to topple. Super Mario Brothers Guardians coming out this weekend. It's out now. I bet you it makes 140 million. We'll see if what the, not more. See what the people are saying about it already. It's really? coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> He's excited. He's pumped up. A lot happening. Sunfest, Cinco de Mayo. Where's our band? It's a full down the hall. I saw him by the coffee machine. Did you show him where it was? No, I told you they were in the kitchen. They were looking for food. You didn't pay him enough. Hey. Jeez. Get in here. <laughs> it's our mariachi band, Gas Station Burrito. 
What do you want for ten bucks? We'll, <laughs> we'll see if they, we'll see if they make it down the hall here in a little bit. I don't know. It's also a full moon kicking off the weekend, though. Oh my God! Do you, are you Sun like Sunfest Cinco de Mayo a full moon? Good luck to you. I was outside last night with the letting the dogs out one last time, and I looked up, and it was like something out of the old Dark Shadows movie. There was this mist over the moon. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I almost took a picture of it and sent it to you and say, Bill, get the safe room ready oh, quickly. Oh, this is no way, man. <laughs> Full moon today. Oh, dear. Fully full moon in five hours, so just be careful. Five hours, huh? That's when it's happening. Just think, though, how beautiful that's going to be above Sunfest tonight. This is going to be above amazing. The water. I was oh, thinking about that. All yeah. the shots people will have on Facebook and yeah. Instagram. Oh, it's going to yeah. be really pretty. Yeah. Uh, this is how it works. So the uh, roads are closed down there, downtown West Palm Beach, if you're going. It's the biggest music festival in the southeast. Expecting how many people? 90,000. Probably more. I bet you'll be more, because the, the forecast sounds reasonable. It really yeah, does. It's gonna be it, the weather's nice. gonna be nice. What? Maybe some afternoon showers. Who cares? They got a lot of bands. A lot of people want to see. I don't know. My kids are taking me to see this three. What are they called? Three. What are they? I don't know. Go, go on. Three. One, who is it? Come on. I don't even know who it is. My daughter. It's all I heard about. So three eleven. Them. What did they sing? Anything I know? You will. I really? recognize a lot. It's a great band. You're going. That's cool. We're proud of you. Yeah. We'll see. I'm going to change my <laughs> mind on Sunday and say, take one of your girlfriends with you. Why are you dragging me along? Dean or Wig ask on Monday, how was the band? I left that place, so I left Caroline there. <laughs> That's all we're going to I hear. left her at Sunfest. Monday, Jen's going to come in. Oh, you're 311. <laughs> That's, they that's were what awful. I thought, that's what I thought they were because you know everybody's got like the five yeah. six one and the, yeah, you know, no kidding. So that's three eleven. One three eleven. One of my probably favorite bands from the nineties. Very good. Oh, is it really? It's a big them. deal. Yeah, you get a hot great. ticket, Jen. You want okay. my ticket? Sure. <laughs> oh, look who's here! Oh, about darn time! Oh, they're doing a cappella. Wow! Hit it, boys! Oh, listen to that! Wow! They're all. Wow. Hey. Yeah. Nice job. That's how you sing the Mayo. Then they're gone. Well, they, I don't, they keep traveling down the hall. <laughs> I, they're all caffeined up now. They hit the coffee machine. So they God found knows the, coming in They next. found the, the snack drawer, too. Oh, they hit that. Yeah. They're my, they ate my cheese peanut butter crackers. Give me those things <laughs> oh, back. No. Jerks. And, you, and yet hit that harmony. It's, it's hard for gas station burrito. They're doing a lot of work today. You're not kidding. Please. All right. <laughs> Here's a much better musical artist. Big uh, music victory, court victory. And I think this is going to change things legally. A lot tougher to sue artists these days after Ed Sheeran's victory. The other side's musicologist left out words and notes, presented simple and different pitches as melody. Here's what I don't get. Yes. Okay. Ed Sheeran, and, and, and he was on the stand for two days, but the first day he was on the stand, he specifically went after that musicologist. Didn't like him. He didn't like him at all because he said the guy was, as he said, he goes, I don't even know how you qualify as an expert was what he said on the stand. He said, you know nothing about writing music. You know nothing about chords. And you're trying to say that this G minor note that is nowhere in my song is everywhere in my song. And then he went nuts on the guy. Uh, he destroyed him on the stand. Who do you believe, the, a musicologist or a guy like Ed Sheeran who's written how many hundreds of songs? But who actually does it. But what I don't get is how did he get this far? It shows you how screwed up our justice system is. Oh, I know. Somebody long before this should have realized this song sounds nothing like Marvin Gaye's song. No. They don't even share the same elements. Yeah, the mashup for you yesterday, everybody agreed. The jury agreed. Here's one of the jurors. Both sides had advocates. Then there were the people that were, we were more in the middle and trying to figure out either way what was actually, you know, the best ruling of law in this case. They've had these cases before. Wow. The most famous of, well, remember the uh, uh, Ellen Thicks kid? 
Uh, oh, he lost. I mean, they flat out stole that oh, song. Oh, well, it was the obviously. same thing. But the original, the first time this ever happened was they sued George Harrison for My Sweet Lord. So I'm right. like, he's so fine. Right. And he just gave up. This is the first time, though, I think, and it was brilliant. The legal defense they brought, they just gave Ed Sheeran his guitar and he said, show us the process and how you write songs. And it convinced the jury. Well, and first of all, I didn't have intent. No. And with a limited amount of chords that people use in writing pop songs, of course there's going to be similarities. So, but when he played that, whatever it was, a, I don't even know what the, the note was. The G minor is right. all I said. It, it sounded, he was like, this is one of my songs. This is how they all sound. Yeah, then he's playing the four chords. And this is how I came to write this song. He goes, and this guy over here, this musicologist says, I got this chord in there. And he went, Bruh. and it was like, this is really dull, off, off right. tune note. It was like, whoa. It had nothing to do with this song. He goes, that's why he's not an expert. Took it personally, too, because I learned last night, Ed Sheeran missed his grandmother's funeral for this thing. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. No wonder why he was mad. Oh, I'd be ticked, too. Wow. So how do you how do you wow. celebrate a court win? I think he's got an album dropping like today or something. And he's also got a concert. Uh, t- well, actually, tomorrow night he'll be in, I think it's Dallas. And then he's filling in for Lionel Richie on uh, American, what is it, Idol? Is that the one he's on? I don't know which show. Lionel Rich, Lionel Richie's because he's at the King's coronation. So wait a minute, we're sending Lionel Richie to the King's coronation, and the English guy Ed Sheeran's over here. Right. All right. Got that? Makes perfect yeah, sense. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh, it they've does. added Steve Winwood, by the way, to the lineup. Oh, they finally found an English guy to perform for the King. <laughs> finally. <laughs> makes makes sense he, now. I think he's just playing. I don't think he's singing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> There's uh, something else to add to the weekend. Guess what's out? It's out now. What? So far, the audience score is big. 92% approval oh, really? from, from the people. The people's vote on Rotten Tomatoes. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is out. We were always searching for a family. Until we found each other. Are you ready? For one last ride? We'll all fly away together into the forever and beautiful sky. Is that the bad guy? That was uh, Rocket. That oh. sounds sad. I know, it's the end. Well, it's the end of the movie franchise, but gee. Wow. It's getting a lot of good reviews, though. Have you seen seen that? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are saying it's like one of the best Marvel movies ever made. Ever? Really? They're saying, which they need, by the way, because it's uh, it's been a few years since they've had a hit. 92% of the popcorn score. I don't yeah. know. It'll make 140 million, if not more, before the end of the weekend. You watch. Well, Mario Big had weekend. a nice run. Sure did. This is it, well, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mario's going to be on Netflix in three weeks now. Yeah. yeah. How about Chris <laughs> Pratt, though? He's in Mario. Right? He's he in this. Mario. He is Mario. He's in this. He's a billion dollars. Now he's the star of the movie that's going to take over that mantle. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Wow. Is he the biggest Hollywood celebrity right now? Or a uh, moneymaker? Easily. Yeah. He might be. Wow. Yeah. This year, anyway. How about that? <laughs> and then look at everything he touches. He was in Jurassic World. Even the stinker ones made a lot of money. Yeah. Box office gold, that guy. Oh, that yeah. That last one was so stupid. Oh, no. Gee. Remember, you guys are so good. I went to see it. I was like, three hours of my life, I'll never get back. It was so bad. I need a separate score. Critic score, audience score, and gen score. That's right. Which is never top 10% for anything. And how long did that Jurassic World movie last in the movie theater? Two weeks. And they pulled it because they knew it sucked. What did you expect? A deep story? Come on. The first one was great. All right. Anyway. Well, we'll see if we can pull together for Rapid Fire coming up next. Yes. We'll go around with some stories you need to know before you start the weekend. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. 
So much happening all at once. We'll try to organize it for you. Jen, what's going on? I have all good news. Okay. I'm not doing any more bad news. This is probably the most incredible video you will see. Bill had the story about the baby that was operated on inside the womb. Oh, right. wow. This is a baby that should not be here had it not been for the grace of God that this man was in the right place. Mm. Oh, this, yeah. This is in Southern California where the wind, by the way, is absurd because my kids are there. Well, one of them's there, and she's like, it's like so windy. She goes, now I know what Santa Anita winds are. So, ah, yes. Uh, this woman, she, it, we find out it's the great aunt of the baby. There's a baby in the stroller. The woman's like grabbing something out of the car. A wind gust comes, takes the baby carriage, and the baby carriage goes rolling down a hill toward a four-lane highway. Fast, too. And it's, it's cruising. The great aunt goes to run after falls. Yeah. I mean, just flat out face plants. It's like something of a movie. She it was. She's like, she couldn't move she all of a sudden. She couldn't get Did up. Did they say what happened to her? Because she was just down. Yeah. yeah. She would, they just said no, but the guy that saved the baby. But all of a sudden, this you're watching this carriage, and all of a sudden, now the right-hand side of the camera, you see this guy come running out of nowhere, and he literally grabs the carriage just before it hits the traffic, saves the baby, brings it back. He said that great aunt was like all bruised and bloody. She Gosh. got beat up pretty badly when she fell. But to come to find out, the guy used to be homeless. He happened to just be there waiting outside an Applebee's because he was going in for a job interview. I'm wow. thinking, they better hire this guy after yeah, really? that. I said he didn't have time to think. He just reacted. Thank God he did. Yeah, oh my so gosh. His uh, name was Ronald Nesman. He saved the baby. It's Which, outstanding. By the way, on a side note, I've always heard that you know traffic in that area is just brutal. And it's like every man for himself. And I guess it's true because as I'm watching the video, there are no cars slowing down. Like, how do you not start slowing down? If, especially if you're in the right lane and mm. you maybe see out of the corner of your eye that a there's carriage? a <laughs> stroller going. going towards, you know, your oncoming car. You're not going to slow down. If he wasn't there, that would have been a horrific ending. Jeez. Oh, thank God. Thank God. So the baby's fine. The aunt's going to be fine. And she was, he said she was visibly, like, shaken. I bet. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'll give you the details on that baby surgery story we did talk about before because I think I really I think it's the most unbelievable story we've ever had in the history of the show I agree surgeons have performed groundbreaking brain surgery on a baby still in the womb this is incredible now they started a few years ago with great success heart surgery for babies right and it's amazing you know in the womb or outside then they actually put the baby back to finish cooking how do they do that I don't know but you know with the heart surgery case it'll come out full-term birth without me scarring because it's had the amniotic fluid healing, super healing. Isn't that amazing? So they took it a step further. Baby in the womb performed heart surgery, and this is how, uh, brain surgery, this is how it started. A routine, regular, 30-week ultrasound. Remember those? Right. Right? I used to go with Lauren to those. Doctors noticed that a Louisiana couple, the baby had a rare blood vessel abnormality in her brain. Hmm. At 34 weeks, just four weeks later. Almost full-term. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, wow. Maybe they had to wait till the brain developed. They might have. Yes, so. Imagine waiting the four weeks, though. Oh, God, no. Uh, doctors from Boston Children's and Brigham and Women's Hospitals in Boston repaired the abnormality. That's incredible. Seven weeks. Now, now they come up with a story because they know everything's okay. Seven weeks since the operation, mother and baby are doing fine as if there was never any problem with their brain. That's Miracle. incredible. It's just, that's just. <laughs> wow. You talk about no room for error, though. Yeah. Wow. I mean, modern medicine, it's, it's amazing the ability some of these people have. That's just God's work, right? It really is. It really you know, is. That's a great hospital, by the way. Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Good for them. That's an incredible story. It really story. is. How do you have, okay, okay, don't bring the room down like you did no, last time. No, not this time. Not this time. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, really? No, this wah, is... Wah, wah. Yeah, that, well, that's what I normally do. <laughs>
This is <laughs> for your planning purposes. Planning? As, yes, as you get your tea and crumpets ready tomorrow morning oh, to watch okay. the coronation of King Charles III. Yes, dear. All times given here by me are Eastern Standard Time. Okay. okay. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. For our planning purposes, not theirs. At 4 a.m. Oh. our time, the congregation will take their seats at Westminster Abbey. Sit down. World leaders, politicians, international royals will start to arrive. And then... At 9, well, 4.45 in the morning, our time, as guests assemble, the Sovereign's Escort of the Household Cavalry will prepare for the King's procession. Is that the big one? These are the, the fancy I, horses by I, the side? I, I think it is, right? It's it's a lot. Well, they got 4,000 UK military members participating. Oh, it's wow. going to be something 4, to watch. 4,000. They go from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey, where, which, by the way, Westminster Abbey is where they have uh, crowned the royals for the past 900 years. Wow. Amazing the history with this. It's like a big U. You know, they could go straight down the road, but they, they go out of their way. They to, do. So that all of England can come and watch. I don't know enough. Is this considered just, he's already king. This is all ceremonial. Is. Yeah. Right. is this specifically for the people to see it? I, you I know what I mean? Or is it so. just for them and people show up? I think, yeah, I think Could it's just be. for the ceremonial purposes of it. I you guess. Know? I don't know. Well, they got to give him that crown. Yeah. He was actually, not to take the steam out of it, but he was actually officially crowned a couple of days ago. Right. This is the ceremonial part of it this all. This is the party. Right. To make it official official. Yeah. At 5.20 a.m., the King's procession will begin. King Charles and Queen Camilla. I hate saying Queen Camilla. She's not. She's, that's silly. She is. They're gonna will leave. you wait? I don't she's like, like it. Well, I, she, she's, she's like, it's my time. She's queen <laughs> consort going. She's queen leaving. I don't like it. They should have done that. They're going to leave Buckingham <laughs> Palace and go to Westminster Abbey. And then at 6 a.m., the, cor- the coronation ceremony will begin. And it will last about an hour. And they're going to go through the whole process. They have the oath and all this different stuff that they're going to do. The crowning. You mentioned this, Jen. St. Edward's crown. It was... They started using this thing in 1611 during the coronation of King Charles II, actually. Or 1661, I'm sorry. Wow. So 400 years almost. (laughs) Did you see the gift from the Pope? No. Oh, no. What did he get? I think it's it's kind of like embossed in something. I guess a crucifix or something. Two pieces of wood, they claim, were on Jesus' crucifix. Wow. Are you kidding? That was the official gift to... uh, From the Pope. To to bless the new uh, regime. That's quite wow. the gift. Yeah. Church of England's going to crumble now. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a shot wow, at the C of E. Yeah, really. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's something. Because remember, that was started because he couldn't get married in the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they started right. their own. King Henry VIII. So at 6 a.m. is when the whole big to-do takes place as far as the coronation uh, ceremony and then the, the procession, which is everyone's going to be out there. That is uh, 9 a.m. No, I'm sorry, 8 a.m. our time. So if you're going to wake up early and watch all this, I would say get up at 5 a.m. To, to make sure you don't miss anything, or you can just record it. I was going to say, why don't you just set the old DVR and go back to bed? Yeah, get some sleepy sleep. <laughs> Whatever works for you. We fought for independence for my sleep. <laughs> That's, That's it. Right. So I can sleep yeah. past yes. 4 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> all right, this is another reason why I will never get on an airplane. Delta flight from Houston to Atlanta delayed three hours. Mind you, three hours. Why? Somebody looked outside from, they hadn't even gotten on the plane. They were in the terminal and somebody went, oh, look, look at the bees on the wing. Oh, no. It wasn't a bee. It was thousands of oh, them. Oh, jeez. It was an entire, con- you know, what do they call, what are they, what a colony? A swarm. A swarm. I don't know what the hell it was, but they couldn't get rid of them. So <laughs> they decided, the funny part about it is somebody live tweeted the whole thing. 
And her comments are, she must be a writer because her comments were great. She says, gate agent says they're bringing in a beekeeper. Next tweet, beekeeper canceled. Not allowed to touch the airplane. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, now they're calling in pest control. Sadly, they can't kill the bees. People are going to get upset. (laughs) Cancel the pest control man. Captain says they're looking for a hose to spray them off. Can't find a hose. Cancel that one. Oh, it's hysterical. Then they can't say find they, a hose. Yeah, they couldn't. Then they said the captain says fire department can't come. Not given a reason why. Fire department just doesn't show up. Wow. Gate agent says that if that the play can't find another bee free plane, so you're stuck. We're probably going to end up canceling this flight because we can't get rid of the bees. Oh, jeez. Wonder what caused the bees to, to just congregate on that wing? That's so crazy. Yeah, they had was, some of that tape that they put on with the story from last was, week. Yeah. <laughs> Flight crew leaves. Delta seems to be throwing in the towel. Gives the gate to another flight, meaning passengers. That being us, stranded. That's when the captain says, "Okay, I'll move the plane to another gate." Starts the engines. Bees fly away. Oh, well, why did plane they start moves to a, so, Plane moves to another gate. Passengers go with it. Take off three hours later. So all they had to do was do what they were going to do. Uh, start the plane and that they made them go to somewhere Should've else. Should have done that to begin with. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, would have been the smart thing to do. But Jeez. I'm it concerned they couldn't hours. find a hose at that airport. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you thought that the uh, going after former President Trump was going to be over soon. Yes. No, they'll stop at nothing. They'll find anything they can possibly do to keep his name in a negative light in the news because now the Department of Justice Oh no, what now? has subpoenaed the Trump administration for what? Uh, organization, excuse me, not administration, the organization for records related to the former president is dealing with with the Live Golf League. Oh good gosh. Yeah. What New York Times has the story. Yesterday, oh federal God. prosecutors said they want to see records about Trump's business and the Saudi-backed golf tour that he plans to hold three tournaments on this year at properties Trump owns. <laughs> they can't stop. They they'll just stop, can't they'll stop. Just stop at nothing. No. They're throwing everything they can against the wall to keep him from running. That's right. Who cares if his, tra- his country club sponsors these things? They just want to bury him in litigation. And, just, and this other one. Just he, suck him dry of now, all funds. Now they're saying, now he's saying he's going to go testify in the C.J. Carroll situation where he has apparently assaulted her in her dressing room. He wants to show up now? Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. I've been in a lot of ladies' dressing rooms. You get attacked in the dressing room and you scream, right. somebody's going to come help you. Because there's always somebody watching because they don't want you to leave with their clothes. whole bunch of, just the whole thing's a crock. I don't get it. And by the way, good luck uh, sucking Trump dry of all his funds. That's that's going to yeah. take a lot of effort. Exactly. So I'll finish off with this real quick. We're talking about the coronation, and obviously the security is huge. Right. Well, they might have to, uh, another thing to look out for here. Oh, uh, what? Lancaster City Council What's in that? England. Okay. Have put people on alert for an unspecified number of marmosets. They escaped from a home. Oh, no. <laughs> and no one knows where they are. Who had all the marmosets? I don't know. It's just some guy. They're so cute. They have like a, nice. a whole thing about these little monkeys. They're, yeah. they're so fun. And now there's... <laughs> little monkeys. Yeah. They're going to sneak into the coronation. They want to go to they the court. They want that crown. I think they're going to show up. I'm just saying, watch out, because no one knows where these little marmosets are. They're... Can you imagine if a pack of them stole the crown Telling and they oh, took it like ma- into the Thames? They're oh going to make God. their way. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> That would be hysterical. They have told people, the city council have told people to check their bird boxes and their garages and their sheds because they like to hide in like warm places. And they said, please do not attempt to catch the monkeys as it may cause risk of injury to yourself or the monkeys. And yeah, monkeys are mean. 
And don't violent marmosets. I'm telling you. Wow. It could be quite the scene at the coronation tomorrow oh, run by marmosets. Oh, I hope so. I really do. Marmosets <laughs> <laughs> taking over. What a scene. Hey, we got more headlines. A big weekend <laughs> coming up next with Sunfest preview and this one. What do we all, if we've learned nothing, it's this. You can't fix stupid. A tourist in Hawaii oh. followed her GPS, as most tourists do, this time right into the ocean. How stupid is this woman? That's next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Here you go. Good forecast, a lot of energy heading into the weekend. I think it's going to be great for Sunfest. I really do. Starting today, downtown West Palm Beach. Roads are closed right around there, obviously, as they do. But it's going to be big. How many people expected? 90,000. It'll be more than that? I think so. And good for them. Yeah. You know what? Good for them. It's the biggest, uh, well, now it's just the music fest. It was always called the bi- biggest musical festival in the Southeast. Mm. And, and now it really is because they, they don't have the art show anymore. Nonprofit. Mm. <laughs> they said they gave money to 20 different organizations. Doesn't make it nonprofit. Well, I'm just saying. I don't blame them. I think it's brilliant, but I just, wow. How do you do that? <laughs> I'm not trying to get him in trouble. Never mind. Don't get him in trouble. All it's right, a great event. Something really cool, too. A partnership with West Palm Beach Police Department. Listen, you get 90,000, 100,000 people. The, some knuckleheads are going to show up. So West Palm Beach Police have come up with a free app. It's called Safer Watch. Makes it easy for anybody there to report suspicious activity. Doesn't replace oh, 911, they say. It just is kind of like a... An augmentation of it. Oh, that's wonderful, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, if you're, it's like any other event. You go in any big concert venue, any big festival. You know, don't don't bring a huge bag with you. I don't think you can bring in a huge bag at Sunfest. Uh, I, I need to check. I don't think you can. And if you're going to carry a fanny pack or whatever you call those things, don't. <laughs> those are the easiest things in the world to steal from. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep stuff in your pockets and watch your cell phones. Watch any cash you got, and just be diligent. That's all. See, what, what's going to happen, though, is if you're a pickpocket, uh, you know, you're thinking, okay, 90,000 people. I'm going to go hang out with the 90,000 people and see who I can, you know, scam. It brings out bad people. It, it just does, unfortunately. Any large gathering does, unfortunately. not just Sunfest. It's anywhere. Concert, right. anywhere. You just got to be, you know, alert. Pay attention. That's all. Right. Just so, be careful. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. I've been there a million times, and I've never been robbed. We'll leave it at that. Good. Well. So, I mean, I'm prime example of it doesn't usually happen, so. Got to be smart. Just got to be, uh, you know, alert. Unlike this lady. Oh, this, this woman. If we've <sighs> learned anything through doing the show and talking about all these stories that we have, it's this. You can't fix stupid. You just can't. She's, But you know what? I think she's as, either she's brilliant or she's as dumb as they come. I have a theory. You tell the story and then I'll tell you what my theory is. We've had stories like this before, but it's been a while because I thought, honestly, people had learned already. Uh, this tourist in Hawaii followed her GPS's directions, right? As most tourists do, you rent a car, you know, where are you going? Follow the GPS. Mm-hmm. Would you follow it right into the ocean? Well, she's okay. Happened at a boat ramp. Bunch of guys tried to jump in and save her before her minivan completely sank within a few minutes. Her passenger also made it out. Here's a bystander's phone video of exactly the true story what happened. Pretty sure that wasn't supposed to happen. Listen to that. She drove right in the water. Hurry, guys. Hurry. Oh, my God. Everybody's out. Everybody's out. Followed. Was it turn by turn? Follow road into ocean. She drove it down a boat ramp. 
How stupid is this woman? She said she was... Now, why was she so close? She was trying to find a boat tour to check out some manta rays. Oh, wait, 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 wait. She think the boat's going to be waiting for her at the end of the boat ramp? <laughs> Fol- <laughs> follow to ocean. Come on. Uh, you can't... I'm sorry. Listen, that's natural selection. Well, uh, she's very lucky that rescue crews or other boaters were there to help her out she, as a U-boat commander. My, my theory is she drove... Thousands of miles to get to wherever it was. The car has, the the minivan has 260,000 miles on it. She figures if she drives it into the water, she'll get a brand new one because she's got gap insurance. And that's why she did it. I don't think she's that smart, Jen. Okay, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt I think she literally had two hands, you know, 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock and said, it's telling me to go straight. Okay. And then she sat there. I can't she think for myself. She, it was like she, it made me wonder if she was in shock. She she made no effort to get out of the vehicle. <laughs> it's it's floating away. You know it's going to sink. And she just sits there. Yeah. And these guys have to jump in and save her. Pretty now much. you're right. She's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. No scam. Just I'm dumb. D- I'm dumb. I, she's dumb. Just dumb. It's craziness. The mysterious nine o'clock hour is coming up next. All kinds of things happening. Do we have a show? I paid them till 10. Is our is our mariachi band like? Are they gone? I haven't seen them in a they half were, hour. I told them they, they were flirting with our receptionist just a little All while right, ago. I've had it. I want. Well, go, well, go talk to them. You hired them. I want. I want my ten bucks back. <laughs> I don't think you're They better get show it. up next hour and make good. That's all I'm saying. All right. Some more weekend preview stuff too. And uh, Bud Light screwed up again. I think they're done. They could be. It's done. coming up. Coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with. John- and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Count the unbelievable things happening this weekend. Cinco de Mayo, Sunfest, mm-hmm. that English thing. Coronation, <laughs> that English thing. <laughs> I downplay it as an obnoxious American. Uh, that that more people are going to probably watch than anything else this oh, yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah, worldwide. That's a big deal. Oh, yeah. oh it's huge. It, it will, whether you want to or not, it will infect your news feed and your television. Yeah. It will be there. No matter what. I, I, you know what? I looked at this and I went through the guest list. They got 2,000 people showing up for guests. Every head of state, every oh, prime yeah. minister, every country's president, with the exception of ours. We're sending the first lady. Uh, I'm thinking, what is security like in that place? Wow. I don't know. Just think about it. They're all in Westminster Abbey at the same time. Not for nothing. I know it's a ridiculous statement, but this is where we are these days. Who handles Joe when she's gone? Ooh. She's her job is to keep him from doing something insane. You're not going to see him at all this Hunter. weekend. Oh God, <laughs> he's always there. Dad, Dad, Daddy, he's Daddy. always Can with I his invite father. Some friends over. Yeah, sure, Hunter. Whatever you want. You're the smartest man I know. <laughs> I say boy, I know, but he's I a don't man. Know. Sunfest, by the way, expecting a massive, massive crowd. I think it's going to top the ninety thousand projected. And they're gonna get some good weather. It sounds like yeah, it'd be nice. You it's know, nice. It's, uh, when does it open? Does it open at noon? Yeah, it's noon today, and uh, goes through the weekend. It's not a cheap ticket. We'll you know we'll say that, but it's not stopping people. That's for sure. No, not at all. Yeah. So good for them. And good for them is right. Oh, look! They didn't leave. They're, they're entertaining every other radio station. You don't know how to negotiate. I, I surely don't. Jeez, they've oh, been on wow. every other morning show. Right, down the hall. What? They don't want to come here. They're trying to pick up the receptionist, for God's sakes. It sounds good, though, still. They good job, boys. Good. No, don't encourage. Sorry. Because they're just going to go down and play for somebody else. Well, and there they go again.
Are they collecting tips as they go? This our, by the way, that's our mariachi band we hire every year. Gas station burrito. I think they gas, they're gaslighting us is what they're doing. I'm not paying them next year. <laughs> well, I'm not doing it. Them ten bucks. I paid them ahead of time. I'm not doing it. I think uh, I think IRK paid them more money. That's why they keep on wandering they down didn't there. Pay them anything. <laughs> they gave them tickets to a concert. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, speaking of music and entertainment, big yes, win Garrett? for Ed Sheeran, the ginger uh, geezer. He okay, will not the, be at the coronation. He'll be here in the States releasing an album because he's free. The reason you call him the ginger geezer is not because you're, you're attacking him. That's what he called him. What was the movie he was in? That yesterday movie. Yeah, he called the, himself the, the ginger, ginger geezer. Ginger geezer. I, but a lot he's of people, only 30-something. A lot of people didn't see that movie. Oh, though, sorry. So they're thinking you're calling him the ginger geezer. Well, you know. But he's happy. Boy, he took this personally, though. It's the co- copyright him. trial that had been going on literally for years. And he finally won as soon as he got out, got the good word. On the steps of the courthouse in New York, he said this. The other side's musicologist left out words and notes, presented simple and different pitches as melody. As melody. As melody. He's got a great accent. But here's a guy that if you've ever seen him in concert, what do you call the playback machine? What do you call those things? Yeah, some loop thing. I don't know. He, and he goes, he goes, and he opens his concerts that way. He goes, if you've never seen me in concert, this is what I do. It's him standing on the stage. He's got his guitar. Right. And he goes, this is a, a loopback machine. And he'll play a bunch of chords on his guitar. And he, he goes, okay, so I recorded that. And then he'll play some more. And he goes, and we're recording that. And then he mixes everything together. So it sounds like he's got a huge band behind him and it's just him. Yeah. And, and so this is what he did in the courtroom. He said, this is how I write music. I sit there, I play my guitar. These are the four chords they say I got. And that musicologist says, I put this G minor sound in through my song. He doesn't know what he's talking about. They've had a lot of these copyright trials, but I think this is the first one where they had the songwriter bring in his guitar and show the jury what he does. He said this too. Created what I think we proved for all to see were misleading comparisons and disinformation to find supposed similarities where none exist. And how do you celebrate a big court win? You drop an album. Yeah, he's try. Is it today he dropped it? Today or tomorrow? I don't know. And then tomorrow he's got a. I think it's in Dallas. He's got a concert. And then Sunday night he's filling in for Lionel Richie on American Idol as a judge because Lionel Richie's going to be where Bill in at, England at the King's coronation. So the English <laughs> geezer is here, and we send Lionel Richie there. Okay, it all makes sense. That makes sense. I forgot. Oh, by the way, the Statue of Liberty is is lit up in the the crowd the. The king's colors. Really? Yeah. Oh. How did the French feel about that since they gave us the statue? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Empire State Empire, Building. Okay. Sorry. But uh, I forgot about my landmarks. The, that's all right. Empire State Building. Huh. They, they laid up for everything. But they also lit up colors for the Eagles when they won the NFC. Remember that? And the New Yorkers were all upset. Oh, that's right. I guess they light up anything now in Holy the Empire State Building. Did you have to pay him to do that? Uh, I don't think so. It, they just do it on their own? I think they got a whole new LED display and they that's just want to show cool. it off. I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I understand. You know, it is the, I, I know we're not big into the King's coronation, but I, I'll... Diener is. I, well, I'll be right there with him. I get news for you. He's going to tape it. I'll be watching it live. I'm, wait. I'm, I I want to see that crown. It weighs five pounds. I want to see just some sort of chaos. No violence. Well, Harry I don't see anybody get hurt. I just want to see some something crazy happen. It'll Ooh. be between Harry and William. No, yeah. I think William will take him out. It'll be a fight. What if Meghan Markle crashes the coronation? They won't let her in. They I'm won't t- let her get off well, a plane. I'm in telling you, though, she parachutes yes. in and lands in the square. <laughs> yes. What do you think? She's James Bond. I'm saying <laughs> she'll stop at nothing to be part of that. Are you kidding? <laughs> She's staying home with the kids, and then Harry's leaving right after the ceremony because it's his son's birthday party. His son's birthday party is the same day? Yeah. Okay. Like like the two-year-old's going to remember, or a four-year-old, or however old the kid is. I don't even know.
If he says so. That's what he says. How you many know, years, if you were to guess right now, how many years is Charles going to be king? How, how many is he have it? First of all, how old is he? 70-something? He's in his mid-70s, right? Well, if he's like his mother, you're looking at another 20-odd years. Can't be 20. Come on. He doesn't seem like he's in as good a shape as she was. No. Remember the sausage hands? Yeah. Sausage Remember that picture? Yeah. Of him <laughs> signing the document, becoming king? He's got big, swollen sausage fingers. A lot bad, of, bad circulation. Yeah. Uh, a lot it's of edema going on there. Oh. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I give him why? 10 years. Over or under? 10. Yeah. Uh, I'll over. take the under. I'm going really? over. Wow. Yeah. I'll say push. <laughs> it's a push. It may not make it one day. We don't know. I think the coup attempt, Camilla's behind this. Could be. Listen, think of what this family has done before years past. Oh, well, Shakespeare made a living out of it, so uh, let's look at it that way. Saying. I, but isn't it interesting that the queen consort has the authority to look at her husband and say, I want to be queen, so when we leave, I'm going to be coronated and I'm going to be a queen. I think she's the power player in this whole thing. And you know how she got the idea? You remember the Trump visit a couple of years ago? Oh, that's oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Listen. she followed him around like a puppy. Listen, horse face, this is how you got to do it. <laughs> you wait You wait your turn, and you bump them all off. Well, from everything I have read, and it could be total nonsense, Queen Cam- Queen. listen to this, Queen Camilla. They say Camilla is, is a force to be reckoned with. Don't mess with the old broad. Uh, she'll totally, bury you. Uh, totally. Yeah, they said she'll bury you. She, I mean, she she's forced her streak. way into being queen. She's going to be called queen. queen. That is a power move. The likes of which the world's well, never seen. She waited till Elizabeth was six feet yeah, under, and that right. was it. She looked at Squidgy, and she said, you're going to make me queen. I'm your wife. You get over it. And she's, she's she won. totally MAGA, too, by the way. She was the one that was fascinated by Trump over there. Oh, she followed him around. She was, remember, in the castle, she was all around. He was like, this woman won't leave me alone. I think she had, uh, I think she had MAGA undergarments on. Could very well have been. <laughs> Could very well have been. But we'll see, we shall see. So I'm all excited. I'm, I I think it's way cool. By the I way, I love the pomp and circumstance. Me too. That, that's what I, I want to see. And they're going to do a flyover again, by the way. And it's just the, the you know the tradition of it. It's something that they've been doing for over a thousand years. And I don't know. I have a, I have a curiosity, an entertainment curiosity. But I'm American. Yeah. I don't. This is. I'm so glad we broke away from that. <laughs> so glad. As we speak, here's King Charles walking down the road outside of Buckingham Palace. Shaking hands to people who've been lined up for weeks oh, to wow, see you're this right, live. Please yeah. don't touch my sausage fingers. <laughs> but I mean, you never see Queen Elizabeth didn't even do that sausage me. Here's my toes instead. <laughs> I don't see Camilla anywhere. Well, That's some beneath the, her. Some of the English people are like, ooh. <laughs> shake no. his hand like, oh. Go, is it? A, God. Catcher's <laughs> mitt. It's crazy. Look at all these people lined up at the border. They got them lined up in England for the coronation. We oh, have them lined boy. up at the border. 42 wins. Unfortunately, yes. Wow. A storm is coming. We got a sports scandal brewing in the country in college baseball. Yeah. I, and I think it's purely because this guy figured everyone's paying attention to Nick Saban. This is a wild story. Uh, it's, also, it's growing. He's he's very dumb, yeah. his coach. Oh, yeah. Well, he, like I said, he thought everyone was watching Nick Saban. They thought nobody was paying attention to Alabama baseball. Yeah. Yes. Not anymore. All right. We've got that to talk about. We've got uh, the new Guardians movie. And uh, Kentucky Derby picks. Are we going to do that now, or you want to wait till rapid fire? I thought we picked them already. Well, maybe we'll hear them again. Okay. You got the list yeah. there, Dean? Or I do. I down. All right. I'm ready. All right. All right. That and some headlines. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Okay. Well, hopefully some more hopeful stuff on the Morning Show blog. A couple of clicks away from that right there, 850WFTL.com, and also on the 850 mobile app. Is it true? I need some context on this, I got to tell you. Dina put up the video that... 
crazily has gone viral in like 24 hours. This guy was at a Red Sox game two nights ago. He's at the, uh, I know where he is, is under the bleachers, uh, concession area at Fenway Park, like center field area. And it's true. He pans around and he, and he like shows like it's, it's crowded in there. Then he pans to the Bud Light stand, concession stand. It's true. There's nobody there. No. And also, if you zoom in and you can look at it, it's totally stocked with Bud Light. Like it's. Yeah, there's nobody there. I need a little bit of context. I need to know if they like it started the game, if it's later on, they restock for next game. He, he claims in the in the audio, he says, and it's just like this all over the park. Uh, well, you know, why would he say that? Unless it was. Unless he's trying to, I don't know. Well, the question I, I is, believe him. did Bud Light shut down its concession stand well, because was, of there, the backlash? There was a worker there. Oh, so then no. Yeah, you showed that, that broke like right after we got off the right. air yesterday. You were showing that to us and we were like... Holy cow, it reminded me of you when you were in the Boston airport during COVID and there was nobody in Logan. Nobody. But then he like, pans over you. to the rest of the concourse. It is packed. Well, uh, and I got news for you. It's going to stay that way. I got a feeling those concession stands, along with a few other things, are going to end up drying up when we talk about what the CEO of Anheuser-Busch just said. That idiot. Love ya! Uh, instead of just doing the right thing, the smart thing, this is again. This is the biggest example of all of having no idea who your customer base is. Well, this now ha- they're now they're backing off into corporate weasel talk. Okay, I, this was I guess a, a call with his investors. Uh, the CEO of Anheuser Busch, his name's Michael Dukaris. His quote was, and I quote: "This was one camp, one influencer, one post, not a campaign." Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that, though. Oh we God. need to set the record straight. It, it, it essentially was what he was saying. Oh, it's like, that's not the case. Oh, I was dying. Instead of just saying, you know what? We screwed up. The girl that was in charge of it, she's no longer here. I'm CEO. I'll take responsibility. We're going to do everything possible to win back your loyalty, win back our customers. And that's what he needs to say in a campaign. Because I, I, I screwed up. I feel like I know that customer base pretty well because so many people in my family are your typical Bud Light drinkers, right? I don't know if they are now. I need to check in, by the way, and I'll, I'll report back. They can't stand that. They can't stand. The working class average Joe cannot stand corporate weasel lawyer speak. They hate it more than anything. And I think that it's just not only them. It's the world. But you're right. That that hits home. They, they're They're all about loyalty. And here's the thing. We've been loyal to you for how many years as beer drinkers? You go and turn your back, and now you're lying to me? That's, that's even worse. I'm, look, so I'm looking I think at the, vid- done. the video again Diener posted of the Morty Show blog. And it is because I'm looking specifically at – so you see the Bud Light sign. Everybody looks at that. If you look at the fridges, it okay. is completely, totally, fully 100% stocked. Really? And there is a worker there just kind of like standing there. Just and the rest there. of it to the left of that is a packed con- concourse. Can you imagine? I think it's real. It's a ghost town. Can you imagine working at, at Fenway and they're saying, okay, Missy, uh, you're at the Bud Light counter today. Oh, God, no, don't do that to me. I will make no money. <laughs> oh, no tips But the trickle-down effect to that is a, it's a fa- I feel bad for the distributors. I really do. Really do. And I feel bad for restaurants that have stocked up that have full kegs that are just going to go bad, that are wasted, that they're not making money on. Well, what did the, what did the CEO... We're going to make we're gonna make amends. Uh, your drivers are going to get 500 bucks a piece. <laughs> and uh, we're going to give each of them uh, a case of Bud Light. That's because you have millions of cases of Bud Light probably sitting somewhere because no one's ordering it. Why don't you just go on TV as the leader of this thing, take some responsibility and say, we're sorry, we screwed up badly. We lost touch with who you are, but now we know. Now, moving forward, it's what we're going to do. No, they didn't do that. They have now pledged, they're tripling their marketing budget for this summer, for specifically for Bud Light. 
It has any indication this latest quote-unquote country-themed commercial? That is the stupidest-looking thing I've ever seen. That is the phoniest-looking, slopped-together thing I've ever seen. So if it's more than that, they're doomed. Why don't they just listen? They don't. Why doesn't somebody just sit this guy down and say, you can't be this stupid? How many of them don't drink Bud Light? Like, like in the company, honestly. Well, it, it's a great question. And the same token is, does this guy know anything about marketing? You know, he may be great at business, doesn't know crap about marketing. Or it may, And it makes for investors. It makes your company look bad. How about that line? Well, this is an idea from an outside company. We had no idea. So you hire a marketing company as consultants and you're not approving it? No, the chick that worked for you, she went all over TV talking about how they had this new campaign. With Dylan Mulvaney. Come on. Just pathetic. Now he's backtracking and he's lying at the same token. It's my, like, stop. My hope is, and I think this is going to happen, I hope other companies wake up and realize it, but the customers have woken up. America realizes you don't like, so you're tired of being pushed an agenda. Stand up against it. Vote with your dollars. That's it. It works. We, we're America. We have plenty of options of every product imaginable. Wow. It, it has worked. Staggering sales drops. Wow. Nice. Move, I didn't expect it. I didn't. Wow. It's terrible. Terrible, wow. terrible, terrible. Three terribles. Whoa. Uh, they're in trouble. I think Bud Light's dead. Could be. I don't know how they're going to recoup from this. I don't know. We got this to look forward to. Not enough attention for the Kentucky Derby, unfortunately. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. But by gum, we're going to make our picks. Yeah, we are. Uh, the favorite is, and it's he's been the favorite for a while, is this horse Forte. Yeah, but, you know, we pick horses on their names. We don't Is care. Is it Forte? F-O-R-T-E. Uh-huh. Yeah, Forte. Like that's my Forte? That's your Forte. Okay. But uh, there are other horses. Uh, it, it is steeped in uh, controversy again. One of the trainers, a guy by the name of Safi Joseph Jr., uh, uh, he's uh, been disqualified and blocked from indefinitely participating because two of his horses died. There's a long storied history of... Uh of this being a dirty sport. That is true. Is well, that what's driving people away? I don't know. I, I, I think there, there's so much controversy to begin with. It's one of those things, if you don't like horses, you know, like why, you know, a lot of people think it's abuse because three-year-olds shouldn't be ridden this hard and, you know, their legs are still, you know, developing. You're breaking legs on horses. Ah, that's a lot horrible. of people don't like it because of that. Uh, but, you know, they bring in people like Patrick Mahomes to deliver the famous words, riders up. So he's going to be there with his obnoxious wife, probably. <laughs> so hopefully we're hoping for just gems from the wife on Monday. Oh, bring Jackson Mahomes. Oh, I, I, they, he's out oh, of jail? That's true. I'm sure his brother was the one who bailed him out, too. Oh, that'd be oh, great. Do you want him around a bunch of beautiful Kentucky, very well-bred Kentucky women <laughs> with a lot of money? Put drunk? a, fa- a no. fascinator hat on him? Nah. Come on. Nah. <laughs> it's also the uh, 50th anniversary of Secretariat winning that race. Wow. His, I just went and watched it again. It, it, it came back. He was a little bit closer to the Kentucky Derby, but he still holds the record. Also holds the record, I do believe, for the Belmont and uh, the other one. All right. Triple well, my crown. pick is called Tap It Thrice. Is that what it is or twice? Uh, trice, actually. Trice. Tap It Trice. Tap It Trice. And that's a good pick because uh, Todd Pletcher is the owner or trainer, I should say. Who's that? He's, uh, He's the, the favorite. Of... He's like the Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert always was the big trainer for Kentucky Derby okay. winners. Now it's Todd Pletcher. All right. So, I'm in. He's got two horses in there. That's yes. one of them. Well, his other horse is Forte, Jim. Yes, well, yeah. And, it's, and ah. they're one and two, by the way. Really? Didn't I, even know. I think t- yeah. isn't Tap It Trice, isn't it number two? Actually, Tapit Trice is looks like the betting favorite right now, five to one, because Forte is. Oh no, they're they're co favorites. They're both five to one. Unless another scandal breaks out, well, and then they'll be know. disqualified. Who's uh, who are the other ones? 
I'm going with, well, personally, I'm going to go with Sun Thunder only because I like the name. <laughs> Sun Thunder? That's right. 26 to 1 horse. Oh, wow. That thing wins. You're going to make a buck. You make 26 bucks. But how about a couple of Japanese horses? They're not Japanese horses. No, they are. Well, the names are Japanese, but the horses aren't Japanese. Well, they're saying, yeah, <laughs> Maybe they identify as Japanese, Jen. Oh, they could very well be. I don't know. I should say, okay, owned by Japanese. Okay, could very well there be. All right, I'm calling them Japanese, too. <laughs> <laughs> they There's, eat sushi instead of oats. Yes, maybe. Okay. There's a Japanese-owned horse named Mandarin Hero. Mandalorian? Close. Right. That scene now, if there was a horse named Mandalorian, we'd all be picking that one. The longest shot, by the way, in case you're wondering, if you want to try to make uh, the most money. Lizzie with three legs? No, not this time. (laughs) Most bang for your buck will come with King Russell at 55 to 1. Wow. So So if Forte Forte or Tappet Trice win, you got to pay them on your bet. That's what happens. You don't make much money. See, you're going to make much money on, what's the last one you did? King Russell? King Russell. With 10 bucks down, the horse wins. You win $560. Yeah, you got to get the long shots, but but ones that have a shot of winning. Well, I didn't even look, know when he listed off the horses before. I didn't even know it was five to one. I just yeah. like the name Tepetrice. Yeah, How do you like that? So, Went down the list and you liked it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> might, gonna, you might win. Bill might win. Bill may win with Tepetrice. I'll go with Forte go. just because mm. no one else is going to pick the favorite. All I'll right. pick the favorite. What are the odds we actually make it through our last rapid fire of the week? Come oh, on, God. odds are low. Confidence is low, <laughs> but we're going to try. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. One more time before we head into the weekend. And it's a big weekend, Jen. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, something that, you know, I heard about it on the way in this morning. I went, hmm, interesting. Roll Tide, right into prison. Whoa. And I Uh-oh. think it's because he thinks that, you know, they're, they're saying this particular coach, he's the coach for the baseball team in Alabama, Brad Bohannon? Is that sure. how you say his last name, guys? I think it is, actually. Okay. Uh, he's uh, kind of going the, uh, I th- think the world's looking at Nick Saban, so they won't pay attention to me. Uh, there was a report that there was a guy placing a bet against or for Alabama. They don't know. It was an Alabama LSU baseball game being bet on. Mm-hmm. Thousands of dollars were being spent. Allegedly, the person making the bet was on the phone at the time with baseball coach Brad Bohannon. He clearly Bohannon. wasn't very good at covering his tracks. Now, then, is, if, is that, I mean, allegedly. Now, here's the gotcha about the game. Number one, I think, Diener, you mentioned this earlier. It put up all red flags because no one bets on these games until right. it comes to like the World Series of Baseball yeah, right. or they come down to the, the, the NCAA championships, right? This, they had thousands of dollars on it, but interestingly enough, their starting star pitcher for Alabama was pulled just before the game, and they put in like a fourth stringer. All of this is suspicious. So this coach knew that. So they're saying that that's why. So obviously, they think the bet, they're not saying it, was probably against Alabama. It was all the money was put on LSU, and it was by the coach of Alabama. He's like, yeah, listen, this reliever we got is going to get lit up. Yeah, well. <laughs> Double my money. Bohannon no longer working as the coach. Uh, no. He's been fired. Uh, he's been looking at jail time if they you know, find out this is True. It's quite so, the scandal. It, it really is. is. Yeah. Uh, J- J- I, it was funny because I looked down really quick. I thought it said Janet Jackson. Jason Jackson oh. will be the new coach. Okay. The interim coach while they look for another one. Wow. Well, we've got this. You had this before, Jen. I'll repeat it because I think it's a good deal. They've done it for a few years. They're going to do it again. Live Nation is set to offer up $25 tickets. Lodo shows. This is great. In their concert week promotion. Beginning at 10 a.m. next Wednesday. May 10th and run through the 16th while supplies last, of course. Maybe not, like you said, 
first 10 rows, but they'll get you in. Uh, filter concert and event searches by looking at locations and venues once the sales go online. They say the $25 price includes all fees, other than sales tax, the 3,800 local total shows in cities across the U.S. are included in this. So I'm, I'm, it's good for them to do that. Okay. They're listening to their customers. Uh, this includes, okay, Diener, you just went to see Janet Jackson. Yeah. If you could have gotten in for 25 bucks a ticket, you probably would have been happy, right? It would have been a lot better than what I paid. <laughs> Maroon 5, Shania Twain, Ghost Pink, uh, Alice Cooper, Rod Stewart, Boy George, Culture Club, Keith Urban. Wow. A lot of good, good stuff. Good for them. Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert. There's a bunch of big names on here. So, oh, and Motley Crue and Def Leppard. So it won't include Aerosmith, which goes on sale in 20 minutes. Are you buying tickets? Yeah, true. Well, I'm going to try to get on. I'm Are looking you for the good internet connection. <laughs> Is your wife online as we speak, waiting? Sitting there going, okay, we're going to buy these tickets. Be. Okay. <laughs> well, the question is, are you buying tickets for Sunrise or are you buying tickets for Boston? We're splitting up because the, the theory is we're not going to lose. If you get a hold of those tickets, it's a big tour, massive tour, right? Yeah, right. You're not going to lose money. That's true. So no. even if the dates don't work out, we can just sell them. Yeah, that's true. So make money back. Yeah. And, and probably, probably pay profit. for the other tickets. Right. Maybe. I don't know. You know. I think the Boston one would sell more than the Sunrise one because, you know, hometown, New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. It's going to be huge. I don't know. It's we'll see. It's a good see. investment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you That's go. That's how I justify yeah, it, Dean. Or sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as I try to buy time because I forgot what I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah, that's right. Here we go. Okay. So, <laughs> totally forgot. Um, now, this is interesting to me because I think this list is awful. So, I want to ask you guys what you think. According to a company called Empire Stakes... In a recent poll, they came up with who they see as the most football-obsessed fans. Okay, so which which teams have the most football-obsessed fans? Oh, you including college? Uh, NFL. Just NFL. I'm right. going to go just because they ripped down streetlights of Philadelphia. Not number one. Oh. I will go with, because it is an amazing fan base, only because I've never seen a fan base travel like this. Okay. Pittsburgh. Well, see, it's, this is a terrible list. <laughs> they're not. We both picked Pennsylvania teams. That's right. Isn't that funny? They, they should both be on there, and they're not even in the top ten according to this list. Oh, okay. this is bogus. Oh, then. absolutely. Is this like the BuzzFeed of sports? I think it is. Please. Listen, listen to these names. Now, this this team does have a big following. Number one is the Chicago Bears, according to them. After that, the Buffalo Bills, yeah. which I get. Then the Baltimore Ravens, the Dallas Cowboys, right? But then the Carolina Panthers? No. Rounding out the oh, top five? Please. No. No, I'm sorry. Are they? Is it? Is it like a weird uh, qualification? Wow. Is it like purchases of like gear? and? It's a pretty dumb qualification if you ask me. The ah. survey looked at the extent to which respondents agreed with statements that said, I do not want to imagine my life without my NFL team. And my NFL team is part of my day-to-day <laughs> life. Carolina, the North Carolina, what? you're like, well, we got a nice state. I'm fine without them. <laughs> oh, oh, that's crazy. The rest of the top ten was Cincinnati, the Bengals, the Packers, the Arizona Cardinals. No. No. God, no. no. The San Francisco 49ers, I could see. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. Which Chief, those for are two sure. very passionate fan bases. Those, those two should be in the top five, yeah, if not yeah, one yeah. and two. I just don't know. Cardinals? No. Panthers? They almost no. lost them again a few years ago. Please. Right. How do you? I mean, honestly, no bias here, but Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Right. How do you, I mean, the whole AFC East. That's a, those are passionate fan bases. I. I don't this know. is this is silly. 
much. I, I, even I agree with that. I don't list, know right? enough yeah. about football. Thanks for the this. anger, Deaner. Wow, yeah, <laughs> well, this is pretty cool. You know, we've been talking about AI, and, and all this week it seems to be bad news about AI and how the godfather of AI says it's going to be the destruction of the world. Elon <laughs> Musk says it's going to be the destruction of the world. Well, a new AI system developed at the University of Texas is designed to read people's brain activity and then translate that activity into text. Why the heck not? good. Why, why this, not? No, this no. is... No. Oh, Liz, Liz, will you let me finish? Oh, geez. Sorry. <laughs> the goal is to help stroke victims oh. who cannot communicate. Okay, so well, that's the goal. So the AI goal. will read their brain activity and translate, translate that into text so they can speak again. And that text can be sent, I'm sure, to other people, right? Which it oh, means yeah. it lasts on the internet forever. Even as a stroke victim or not, every dirty thought you have, every offensive thought you have is going to wind up in text and wind up getting you fired and canceled in life. Okay, well, never mind. (laughs) I I do not want this thing reading my brainwaves. Trust me. I've worked a long time to develop a filter so that stuff doesn't come out. (laughs) Well, you better keep working on that filter, buddy. (laughs) This is kind of like the uh, Neuralink idea with Elon Musk. Yeah, his company. I think it is. Yeah, but also Neuralink was supposed to help, uh, you know, cure paraplegic and everything like that too. Well, if you give somebody who's had a stroke the ability to speak again, I think it's wonderful. So, just poo-poo whatever Bill just said. (laughs) Again, like all AI, it's got great uses but great danger. So true. They're gonna read your, you know, because how fast does this turn into? We're gonna. The FBI is gonna read your brainwaves and what you're really thinking. That's scary. Yeah. I'm always thinking back then. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody is. <laughs> Come on. All right. I think this is AI involved somehow. The Midtown Tavern in Moorhead, Minnesota. Ever been? Probably no. not. Never heard of it. Ever going to go? <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> Why are you telling me about it then? It's got some new help on the wait staff. Robot server's name is Bella. Service with a smile, a happy cat smile programmed onto her face screen. Oh, my. It's able to navigate the restaurant floor using a programmable map, kind of like, you know how Disney does that on the roads now with no tracks? Right. With the the rides, like Mm -hmm. Rise of the Resistance? The owner of the tavern says he's been dealing with staff shortages for the past couple of years, and Stella's been a welcome addition, so the company offered this up as kind of like a trial run, gets everything perfect, customers love it, and guess what? One less job. I got to tell you, I can see... Nope. No. And see, and that's another thing, too, with restaurants having shortages with staff. I could see that being a quick solution. Exactly In the next right. couple of years with, with AI robots. You keep pushing minimum wage, like 25 bucks minimum wage for everybody. I get everybody wants to make more money, but get ready for more Bellas of the world yeah. replacing you. Especially well, at fast food restaurants. The cruise ships using the bartenders are yep. computerized, right? Yeah. They're, they're yep. little robot things. Very easily automated. But I like my Chick-fil-A uh, employees. They're so nice. It would be my pleasure. Yeah. We could program Bella to be nice. All right. Go somewhere else. Well, <laughs> yeah. They're not so nice sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. It's here. Boy, wow. You're right. So we're and when more AI more. takes over, the Bellas all go, attack, attack. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you have them near utensils, which is even worse. <laughs> hey, could I get a re- attack? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll, we'll talk to them with our minds with using mind. AI text messages. You go. yes. You'll be saying bad things to it. Bella right. turns around and goes, I heard what you said. <laughs> I didn't say it. You thought it. You will die. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you notice Bill's robots all sound the same? That's what's robots yeah, sound like. It's, it's very, lim- very limited. <laughs> Transgender, male, whatever it is, they all sound the same. <laughs> So, Ow. Have you, oh, shut Ow. up over there. <laughs> have you guys ever... 
ever left anything behind in a in a taxi or an Uber or anything like that? A, a baby? kid? I know a thing. Oh, oh I, I, thought said you said that. I thought he said the same thing. <laughs> anything uh, behind? Like God, anything. I hope not. Yeah, my husband. Oh, All right. Fair enough. <laughs> there you go. Well, they came out with a list. I guess it's an annual list, but I've never seen this of the most unusual items found in cars. Oh God, I can imagine of Uber drivers. Remember who was was it was it Yo Yo, Yo Ma left his uh, what's his name oh, left his cello cello in one of those things, didn't he? I think he did. Didn't he leave the cello in the cab? What a dummy! Uh, come on, it's your life. It's well, worth a billion dollars, and you leave it in the the, the cab. It's not the most unusual thing ever because some someone left behind, according to this list of most unusual things left behind in the past year, a fog machine, <laughs> a, a unicycle, 16 ounces of fake blood. Oh, my God. What's sure you need that for? This is my personal favorite, a Danny DeVito Christmas ornament. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be leaving that behind, too. <laughs> How about this? A pin depicting Jesus holding a slice of pizza. Oh, I want that. I want wow. that too. I would have kept that. I bet you what never gets left behind? Cell phones. Because you're always constantly holding on to it. Actually, at it. it's funny you say that. That's one of the most common things left behind. Oh, is it really? Cell phones, wallets, jewelry, purses, most common things. I can understand, you know, yep. maybe your wallet, it falls out of your pocket or something. All, it, all of those. I have a feeling Diener is self-omitting a lot of the naughty things on the list, too. There's been a couple, but <laughs> <laughs> this one I think was my, my complete favorite. I love the Danny DeVito Christmas ornament. That might be a white elephant gift for my family this year, honestly. But an, an ankle monitor. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a prisoner? <laughs> Says here he's traveling around the city over and over again. <laughs> I don't think that was an accident to leave that one behind. Finally got it off. An but, ankle monitor. By That's the way, great. Uber's in the most forgetful cities included, not surprisingly, Jacksonville and Miami. Oh, really? no doubt. Yes. Oh, God, yeah, I believe it. Yes. Sure. <laughs> so there I you go. I bet you the ankle monitor was Miami. It might have been Miami, actually. Yeah, That's you're true. probably right. Somebody wow. running. That's a great <laughs> idea, though. What right. do you do? Leave it in the Uber Leave so it, it goes Uber. around and around. Sitting there with a file as you're getting driven around. How do you get one of those things off? I don't know. We're here at your stop. No, keep going. <laughs> Any more time. One more send-off into the weekend coming up next. Got some more uh, headlines, a little preview of uh, a bunch of different events, and a preview of Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the last one and the new one. It's coming up this weekend. Oh, and did you see the new TV show and the cast they're putting on it? No. What? Oh, this is this is priceless. Really? We'll find this out. Is priceless. Wow. It's coming up next. The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Welcome to your weekend. Thanks for making us part of it. All right, almost. Who's working Nine minutes. today? Who's working today? Come on now. Oh, you, you just think of how many people right now are planning noon, lunchtime. We're not oh. going back. It's Cinco de Mayo. Well, according to our insider there at the uh, El Camino restaurant in Rosemary Square, I guess plug, plug, but whatever. That's all right. They did a nice job. Uh, Food was good. We were there yesterday. They were like, oh, big day tomorrow. Full sca- full staff, big day. That's a big place, and That too. sounded like it was going to you know, start like really early, pre-gaming for Sunfest. They're going to... Good for the local restaurants. That's fantastic. And I think everybody's going to be doing it, so I don't know. I, I, I will be out uh, celebrating as well. I think everybody should make some... Oh. Hey! hey! That was a one final hurrah. They did sh- They did say till 10. I don't know where they've been for the last hour. Told you. They were, try- they were flirting with the receptionist. I saw one of the guys. Good job, guys. All right, get out of here. Right. I think I'm done with them now. I already paid him. The, the mistake I made was I paid gas station burrito ahead of time. Well, no. The mistake you made was you gave their agent, <laughs> who I, the, I think it's the kid, <laughs> every other radio station in our building, you gave him the, his number. Yeah, you owe me. Yeah, that kid. Get out of here. Get I'm lost. 
Jeez, the nerve. <laughs> anyway, it is Cinco de Mayo. Despite that bad band. No, they're pretty good. Actually. No, they're good. They're I like just them. very unreliable. Would you like to know how to pull off a last-minute Cinco de Mayo party? Okay. <laughs> get a, I buy some tequila. Seriously. <laughs> what am I going to get? Wait. <laughs> tequila, some tacos. <laughs> uh, decorate things you already have around the house. What? Oh, Wow. You you have little leprechauns. No, those are mari- those are mariachi guys. Make a signature cocktail. What are you getting this from? Something called Stylecaster. They're stupid. And the secret to any great party is music. This is stupid. Okay, they can hire our mariachi. What are they called? What are these guys called? Gas yes. station burrito. They can have them. No, they're booked. Oh yeah, probably a ten. One of them told places. me they're going to Sunfest. Oh come on. It's- See, ten bucks looks like a deal now, huh? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we could share them ten ways, but that's okay. Exactly right. That's why there were ten bucks. Last second. Who has a last minute Cinco de Mayo? Seriously, just go to a restaurant. Yeah, that's all you got to do. They'll take care of everything for you. Yeah, and they got better food. Ridiculous. Probably a lot better drinks too. Can I give you guys some mild breaking news in the final minute? Mild. No, but mild. Got, I want to get to my new TV show. So hurry up. All right, real quick. Remember Amber Heard? Yeah, yes. she's an idiot too. The Johnny Depp trial. No one oh, likes yeah. her anymore. Aquaman. Well, apparently no one likes her, which is true because according to the reports, and I've seen a bunch of these, so I guess it's true. She's quit acting and moved to Spain. Good, good for her. Good idea. Gone. Good idea. Just go. Hasta la vista. Yeah. Take Megan Markle with you too, would you? Yeah. We never see her again. The rest of the world has sure. a whole new respect for her if she stays true to it. Don't do interviews. Just go away. Fine. Goodbye forever. Fine. Yeah. All right. Write this day down. June fifth. Fox yes. TV. William Shatner will serve as Mission Control. The name what? of this show, Stars on Mars. No way! These are people that are competing in a show where they will have their mission is to vote back somebody to Earth. The last person standing goes to Mars. Like, really? Picture oh, yourself. yeah! Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman will be on the Mars With squad. Tangerine trees. <laughs> Lance Armstrong sky. is one of the contestants. Is it fiction? Somebody calls no, this is all, yeah, it's, it's a TV show. It's Oh God! I can't. I can't. Oh, was I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's how we go into the weekend. You go look up who's going to be stars on Mars, please. Oh, I love it. Marshawn Lynch ended Boy. the week with Shatner. Perfect. That's great. Beautiful. Everybody have a very safe and yes. happy. Oh, and a full moon tonight. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo, long weekend, Sunfest, long weekend, Coronation, Kentucky Derby. We'll see you Monday with some great stuff. Thanks for listening.